Nice. Can we see chat or is there uh, is there a chat thing here? Um, no. Or do you read chat? No, just no chat. <laughs> fuck, fuck them, dude. Um, I guess you could pull up like one of the. Can streams. I swear on this or no? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Cool. I don't know. You know, I'd, we're trying I'd, to I'd cut like down. Like, if you didn't say anything that would like completely get me nuked, but also like. Eh, oh no no no! Yeah. Said, yeah. It needs to be said. You know. <laughs> no, I'll try to keep it like really. It needs to be said. I'm not gonna no, stop it. You know. <laughs> I think people. Well, the people, the listeners. Here's the thing: is like with that, like the listeners already understand, like 99% that we get it, and like they can follow the other accounts to get. The, that's the thing. Why I think it was so weird about the Alex Stein stuff. Cause I'm like. You know he is involved with all those things outside of his uh, platform. So it's like, why right. does it matter if he has to go on that specific platform or say it? You can just look at his credentials otherwhere. Otherwise, like, you don't have to say it everywhere. Like, you don't. If the right. store doesn't have to be retold every single time you get on camera. Otherwise, you look like a schizo. Just like I have to talk, constantly <laughs> tell these people. It's like, why? It's, like, not a, it's not the main not thing that everywhere. You be worried about? It's like there's so much other stuff you should be talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I mean. It's not like there's, it's necessarily lying. I guess you could say, you can make the argument like lying by omission, but it's not like you're being fake. You're just not yeah. going to the extreme. You're not going to your full extent, right. you know? And that's strategic. Well, as long as you're you say strategically it's, yeah, it's not to get enough of your thoughts out, but not the whole thing. But I don't know. Yeah. You could make, I, think, I, I guess, th I guess it's valid. You could make, like, if you're lying, quote unquote lying by omission or you're holding out on the gravy or something, but I think, I, I think, think if you're lying by omission, I think if you're lying by omission, you like actively try to say it, like not say it anywhere. If you like go on, if you go on your grandma's podcast and like you're not talking about Jews, like, come on, like that's oh, why do you have to do it there? Like, and I feel like a lot of people need to set lines. But then if you go on your own stuff and then you say it, it's like whatever, you know. But if you're gonna have to say it everywhere, then lying by omission makes no sense because just it, what I, I have to constantly talk about it to be omitting it. It's like as long as you don't, if, if now if you say it. If you don't say it like and anywhere or you don't even acknowledge it when it's brought up and you constantly retreat and you can like like Ben Shapiro is a good example like of that stuff where he just is like, I don't want to talk about this topic topic, period. And it's not just because I don't like I don't they doesn't no one understand his, his position on it because he never goes into it at all. You know, that's my problem with that. Like that's to me is the omission, not the um, not people who are just who want to be polite on certain platforms. So. And I feel like I was kind of responsible responsible for that stuff because I made a post about it, and I'm sure a lot of other people did. It was pretty popular on TikTok too, um, that like that montage. And I didn't I didn't explain it well enough when I posted it. I don't want to. It's funny that like uh, there, there's something I was thinking about. It's funny is like it's like people apologize like in like the popular culture for like doing like for saying stuff like this, and I'm apologizing for like miscommunicate like almost the opposite where I'm like oh I'm sorry there's a miscommunication. He actually was. He actually was knowledgeable about all this stuff, and I was making him seem like a shill. It's like it's kind of flipped, you know. It's like people need their yeah. street cred on this side, so it's it's a funny way to talk about it. What's up, man? Are we live? <laughs> yeah, we've been live for like 15 minutes now. <laughs> yeah, all that horrible stuff we talked about off air is uh, <laughs> it's now it's on now lived forever in China on the that will outlive civilization. <laughs> I'm sure I'm being monitored somewhere. It's like, dude, oh, I don't I'm know. Saying, I, I don't care about, I mean, I do care about privacy, but it's like such a fallacy that you haven't anymore. And it's like, it's just, yeah. it's almost a good thing, dude. I, I weighed that too. There's uh this beautiful, you know, where I think uh, you're a stream, not D live, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, D lives blockchain based. And you know, there's a lot of cool stuff about the blockchain. And um, the one that I really got into was uh, EOS. The uh, it's like, a, I don't know if you ever heard about that cryptocurrency it's like it's like the um 
It's a DAP builder similar to uh, Ethereum, and it's based on uh, proof of uh, stake, not proof of work. So proof of work is Bitcoin based, where you have to uh, mine and put like power into it, and then proof of uh, proof of stake is more of uh, you have collective vote if you have if you own like based on how much coin you own. So if you have like X amount of coin, you can vote on certain things. Uh, so it's like a way of democratizing the um, this decentralized platform. So, but the cool thing, the the reason that I thought that was interesting is the founder made like a re he's like really philosophical. Uh, I think his name is Dan Larimer, and the cool thing about him is he really believes in um, just. The concept of you can either be super public with all your transactions and it creates that light creates like um, in a way you acting right, because if everything was public, then no one could do, you know, the shady stuff happens in the, in the, in the shadows. So if you're public with your life, then it's more honest and there's there's a lot of benefits to being like that. And I think the people who are shady want the that that sh you know like that shadow to constantly be cast on everything so that they can, you know, like the people who support like Monero and things. So there's like a different. It's funny. It's it's fun to like look at the psychological um, underpinnings of like all of these different coins because like Monero is like very like the philosophy behind that is like they don't deserve to see anything. I want to be completely. And what's that for? What's that being used for? Is like drug transactions, right? And then you have other things like in like the black market and things like that. That's what you get from like privatized, uh, you know, coins and stuff like that. It's just uh, really, you know, nefarious things, which is fine. But at the same time, it's like if you're looking for this moral society, it'd almost be better if everything was public because then everybody had accountability to for everybody to see what they're doing. So you wouldn't be making porn purchases if you if you knew everything was public you know <laughs> like if, you're, right. if your credit card was public they you wouldn't be like oh dude this guy's swiping on only fans look at all this stuff that he's like it's, it'd be like oh gross <laughs> so like that yeah, that public my only fans i know yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine if everything was public like this you know it's like in a weird way that's like it's almost the best way like what is it sunshine is the best disinfectant that was his philosophy was you know basically no, it, you can have two ways. You can have ultimate uh, privacy and what would that look like? And you can have ulti ultimate, uh, you know, public knowledge. And I'm sure people would debate me on that. I would love to talk to someone about that who like is super believes in ultra privacy. Like no one should look at what I'm doing. And I don't know. I, I like to see those people I used to for what that. I, I wonder what the argument is. Like when I was like a godless libertarian, it's like. You know, because the argument is like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, then you have nothing to hide. But it's like if you're like a yeah. libertarian guy, like a freedom guy, especially like a godless one, you're like, you're, you reframe that argument to like, well, who defines what's wrong? Right? Because you're Your like, society. well, if the government yeah. just changes the law and says like cursing is illegal, you know, then yeah. Like if I have just this habit of cursing, I can't break that like probably isn't that bad. In like a secular sense you know it's not shouldn't be punished mm -hmm. but like all of a sudden the government is punishing it you might want secrecy you might want privacy and people not having a database of you cursing you know so that you yeah get thrown in yeah. jail unjustly but like when i became right. like a christian i actually don't believe it like if you're not doing anything wrong you have nothing to hide because your mindset as a yeah. christian should be like god is watching and knows every single yes, thing it's... you do so you should be conscious of not doing anything wrong and it's like well who yes. that, that counter argument of like well, who defines what's wrong? Well, God. God, God yeah. <laughs> I mean, God. No, no that's God's exactly. Laws, you know, yeah. it's like so. Right, if, and if that's you're the that secular mindset. I think it's like a, a it's like a legitimate debate. If you're like a, a Christian, you know, if you believe in knowing your Creator, like have a relationship with them, 
you kind of just have to default into like, yes, if you're not doing anything wrong as defined by our Lord and Savior, then yeah, like <laughs> you should you're know okay. And hide. that's if you and are if you bad, have a and you do have something to hide, you know, and you probably should. Right. And you know, the solution right. and I think is not that, hiding, it's actually repenting and you know, trying yes, to yeah. correct those wrongs. And I think people subconsciously feel a little guilt when they're into that. That's why they're all, you know, privatized because they know that if this stuff came public, they'd be like screwed and they you know, they couldn't defend themselves from a lot of the per, you know, persecution that they're going to be under from like society-wise. But then then what happens is society degrades and then the, the morals come down. So it's like, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword like you can I would vote I would vote for more uh public like public than private, but I mean private's also I think we have a good balance now, but the, I guess the concept of like public versus private is always an interesting debate in my mind to see like what's same with the, you know, the use of electricity and technology. I know owners recently talking about it on streams. He's like, I'm technology progressive and like I'm weirdly like I understand both ar arguments like pretty well, in my opinion. But I mean, I'm obviously have a lot of tech around here, but th the question isn't like if I enjoy it or engage in it, it's is it is it a good Thing to be pursuing and i think the, the the answer is like just every time we step forward it seems like we're taking two steps away from god in my opinion when it comes to technology it's like a lot of this internet stuff too it's like we're we're engaging in it because we are trying to build something that's off system so like we're trying to use the system to build it like to make internet real life but if the internet was so great we wouldn't want to regress to the internet like to real life in my i mean that's kind of like the point that i have is like why would you want to regress if internet's so good and we could just reach everybody online? It's like, I don't know. There's, I think personally, online creates a lot of uh, just separation from communities and you have people who live next door that you've never met in your life because they have the convenience of meeting their own groups. So there's no like localized, co uh, you know, co cohesion in society right now because everybody, like I go to my next door neighbor and she's in a completely different realm than where we're at um and be then she can find her own niche in society because she can meet with groups online and exchange all these things so while that's good it's also like if she didn't have those connections there'd be like a more unified connection within the community in my opinion but i would like to hear your thoughts on that what are your thoughts on uh <laughs> you know, just the tech technology progressive uh stance yeah i kind of um i mean yeah that's, that's really that's really well said in all the ways I kind of do err on the side of like yeah, I don't know I, I I go back and forth I, I kind of do buy that like you know the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster <laughs> Dude, exactly <laughs> yeah yeah a, a lot of you times I'm like man fun. this is this is too crazy we do really need to just go back to like simple living and we're deviating yeah. too far away from like our mission like what God created us to do it was just like work yeah. and live and work love. with our body and, and like how do you even turning into like pleasure and entertainment and like stimuli yeah. and but then also and like I do, understand, I do believe like i mean the power of this technology is like you can literally like right now we could add someone to this this chat from china <laughs> yeah. and start evangelizing but the question is like should we like and teaching him you know yeah that, yeah the should the more yeah but like do we need to is, like yeah. is yeah the, yeah the question is should we be doing that it's not if yeah. we can it's like should we and that's always the question with technologies i mean it's like mind-blowing that we could do that but at the same time then you have people from china inter interacting with our you know society and making us disconnected from our localized communities yeah. like because they uh, this is totally true people like engage with all of this stuff from china and all these media and stuff and they speak more chinese than american and you just get this that's where globalism comes from is like this interconnectedness and why wouldn't globalism come with airplanes with uh you know 
all of these things that people can uh, dr cars everything like that they can just drive to another place and just engage with these other communities and now it's hard to say because like then you on the flip side you would say well dude then you couldn't have the Beartaria times event because then your guys are coming from the internet so what the hell but you're using but we can't like and this is another interesting uh you know philo philosophical argument i had with uh you know a bear um who i'm gonna have on this week i hope on a podcast but just to kind of talk it out because but just this idea that it, you're like in all these ways the internet we're using the internet to like almost break the internet in a weird you know like you're using the tools you have access to to destroy the tools you have access to in a weird way because if you didn't have like a video platform then how would you reach anybody to tell them these these messages but like it's kind of like that there's this funny TikTok. i'm in this really weird TikTok pipeline that's like not all right not all left it's just fucking weird dude and it's the it's one of it's like it, it's just based it's 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 not even based dude it's like weird based it's like break your phone break your phone it's like and it's the memes of just saying break your phone and the comment section is like i couldn't understand what this thing was saying and the top, the top comments like break your phone it was pretty easy you should understand this it's just funny though because like a lot of those are like funny memes against industrial revolution and stuff but um and just it's like engaging with pixels all day long and stimuli to your eye with the, the artificial light and everything it just it trips me out how much uh you know, we could be if but the, we need to do it right now we, we we're, we're born into a place where we can't just immediately have the ideal utopia and that's the thing that i was talking to my friend about is just the idea of chasing utopia and well is it should you even try it's utopia there's nowhere to but it's like almost like a goal that you should have and not expect to reach it but still be moving toward that goal you shouldn't just get rid of the idea of utopia and say well i this is the society we live in that's weak to me and that's that's something i disagreed with him about because i was saying if you have this utopia idea at least you could pursue something and say i know what i'm doing isn't perfect it's the same same thing with like looking at Jesus, like he is the utopia. You can't reach Jesus status, but you have to look at him as an example of what you should follow. You don't just look at Jesus and say, well, he was Jesus. Of course he could do that. I can't because I'm not Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like a little bit of you have to chase the idea, like the idealism of things instead of trying to cut back and say, well, I just I'm a, I'm I live in the real world. I'm going to sin. I just but you have to keep your eyes on the per person who doesn't sin. Right. You know what I mean? You Otherwise, you're just you're, you're making excuses for yourself. Keep seeking perfection. Yes. Yeah. Become if you more keep, Christ like. If you you're never going to be Christ, but if you're on a mission to become more Christ like, you'll be there. Like one of those little yeah. like gimmicky phrases where it's like shoot for the stars, and if you miss, at least you'll land on the moon. You know, <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's kind of a real concept. Like at least strive for perfection. Don't make mistakes. Yeah. And yeah, you're gonna fall. Like we all do. But, like, at least you're going to continue on. You're going to get yourself back up, brush the dust off, and keep walking, you know? Yeah, and I think the idea that everyone has, like, a hypocrite is like, a little far-fetched because they see, oh, well, you're speaking the idealism into the world, and you're not achieving that, so you're a hypocrite. It took me a long time to, like, realize that that's not true, is that you can seek idealism as long as you're not trying to deceive people into thinking those things, and then you're personally not you don't believe in them at all in your real life if you still believe in to fall short you're not i don't think you're a hypocrite i wouldn't judge someone being a hypocritical i would say that person has a good goal like if you're on a diet and you have a cheat day you're not a hypocrite you're just someone who fell short of that goal now if you're snacking every day and you're and, and you're telling everybody that you shouldn't be 
that they should be, you know, losing weight or having a healthier lifestyle. That's a little different in my opinion, but idealism versus uh that's another uh fun, you know, <laughs> philosophical thing to go down. Yeah. Well, like man, there's like a lot of things I want to talk about. What you <laughs> but it's like going I back just to deviated original, from your like, whole uh, entire script, right? No. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good thing. But just two points cuz like um you know, when we're talking about technology, like it, it does it make it better? Like, does it make our lives better? Are we better off? But it's like, what do you mean by better? Are we spiritually better? Are we physically yes. better? Are we emotionally oh. better? Like, do we get more money? Is that a good thing? Like, what's your metric? Yeah. Like, yeah, technology allows right. like our lives to become easier and more comfortable and more exciting. But yes. Does the, yeah. Is that but those are good. Yeah. Us? Like, well, how are you defining better? Are you a secular person saying like, yes, my life. My 80 years here is better because of technology. Or are you more of like a person with your eyes fixated on eternity? That's like, actually, yes. technology is leading me away from <laughs> where I belong. Yeah. My home in the afterlife, you know, with God. Just, it's actually adding more temptation and distraction away from my like righteous pursuits. So that better is like such a subjective, questionable thing. Like, what is it? Who's right. Finding that. And you kind of almost have to ask, like, are you a secular minded person? Or a biblical-minded person before you even like. Well, if you're, that, you know, if you're really into like the Bible and and God and His creation, the, I think the less technology you'd want because you would say, well, why does He even need to give us these uh these technology this technology if we don't if we don't need it if we if we were born to this nature that these the sun up sun down why do we have why do we have all this electricity going through our house to power our lights if we have sun up and sun down patterns that go along with our body. You know, those are just simple questions that you can be asking to say, like, is this tech really like if it were up to me in like 30 years after I I mean, after I'm like retired and stuff. I mean, I hope I retire then. But anyway, like <laughs> a little early, I guess, for me. But I'm not working till I'm 80, dude. I'm not a boomer. I'm just I'm hoping to get out as quick yeah, as I yeah, can. Game, uh, it, <laughs> I, I, I think so, too. Like, I think, well, maybe I mean, maybe I'll work till I'm but I mean, like not retire, like but like retire in like the sense of like I'm living off grid. I'm doing things that like I don't right, want to be working right. late and I don't want to be like put in the extra right now. I have to because I'm young and there's other things like. But at some point, you have to be like, I want to hang up, uh, you know, to, uh, like candles and just live by candlelight and just not have the aggressive <laughs> lights everywhere. And I feel like I'm like not even crazy for saying that. Like, why do we have lights at all hours yeah. of the day to turn on? For, as you, especially with the kids, too. You'll realize that with like the TV and stimulus like that, they're watching pixels before time for before the night. And then they're like, I just want to stay up. I'm going to flip the light on. This is where I got the idea, because like my kids teach me a lot. And I'm like, no, your body wants to rest right now. If the sun's going down, so are you. And it becomes yeah. so simple when you have like a kid and you're just teaching them. And they're and I'm like, why 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 do you get to stay up? And I'm like, I shouldn't be staying up. I should be going to bed with you guys. The sun's down. I should be there. But we have the luxury of turning on all these lights and screens and things that we shouldn't even be be able to see at night. And like, we should be able to turn off our senses and. You know, when I was uh, younger too, and we, I had like, I was, I'm not really engaged. The people who I'm engaged with right now are a completely different build of people, all the bears and everything. But <laughs> back in the day, like a lot of Atheist people who I engaged with. Would, and <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, that's true. And what would happen is like, they'd come to me and they'd be like, dude, I'm so depressed. Well, I'm like, have you turned off your phone for like two weeks yeah. and just like sat down and like not engaged with the world? Have you like 
sun up, sun down, followed patterns and not watch TV. Have you? I mean, they don't try anything, and they're like, I gotta go to therapy. Are you like you haven't tried like greater than yourself? Do you have a purpose in your life? Like, do you have meaning? (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's the thing too. Is like you discover that too. You discover (laughs) meaning when you're in solitude too. It's because. I mean, I've gotten closer to God when I have all the distractions out because like he he's someone who speaks in whispers in my mind. I think demons speak very loudly. And if you but if you just turn off all the external, it's like right there in your head. Like that's how I picture God is just right there all the time within like within. It's not an externalized, uh, you know, man in the clouds. In my opinion, it's all with and because we we perceive everything externally in our in our minds. So. You know, how could God possibly be exterior if everything that we perceive is interior? You know, all the eyes are illusions, so it's got to be based in your brain. That's at least, you know, the way I perceive it. I mean, there might be something with the And then, uh, man, this is a crazy thing. Speaking of that, we just had, uh, I just did a podcast with, well, I didn't do the podcast. I worked on the podcast of Pat's discussion with uh, Lisa Feynman, and she was discussing how our exterior world actually has, like, uh, different symbols in our, of our interior world like our brain it's like a fractal that like everything that goes on on the brain actually is portrayed outside it, it was insane and it blew my mind it was a lot of gravy but i'm not sure on <laughs> how i got there but dude i don't, I don't know <laughs> keep, I, don't, I have flowing, no idea man. i'm just talking i'm just talking <laughs> but yeah that's I uh it. i guess tech tech to- technology when it when it comes down to is it, just uh I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword, but it's also something that, like, I get the Amish. But then again, the Amish, like, you should just throw away the wheel then. You should be, like, you know, right. I don't when know, do you Native stop? Americans. How do you yeah, and that's the question. The, yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I think that, for like, them, um, it's... Sorry. No, I was going to say for, for them, I think it is, like, the ability to have sufficient uh, means to produce, you know, uh, wheat and everything. Like, they need to have something. They can't just be uh, herd an- you know, herding animals. I mean, like, just they gotta have stuff. I don't know. It's transportation means, but they can't like. I mean, other than that, then you're going into the Amazon and you're just like spears and. Like, yeah, why do you need a spear? You have God gave you bare spear. hands. Spear. Yeah, you got. You got, you got these why do you need to make a fire, guy? <laughs> it was like you're beating up bears in the woods with with quote that, unquote yeah. technology, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's like where's the cutoff point exactly? And it, I mean, I there, but say, there like, is like technology. The, the thing that really got me is like. Um, and I guess this could transition or not. We can also wait for it. But like, you know, the Beretaria Times Festival, right? I had this moment actually because I went to the Crush Fest, the uh, 4th of July Crush Fest in uh, Pennsylvania. Similar. Not as how, big, but very how similar. How was that? I, I, I was, wanted to go, but that was what, yeah. It was also awesome. It was like, it was basically that, but like maybe one fourth of the size and scale, you know, but still just so awesome. Like same vibes. And just in yeah. general, it's like, in that moment, that weekend was unbelievable. No one's checking their phones. Everyone's having these really awesome oh, conversations, I, yeah. camping together, eat, you're sharing meals together, eating. You know, it's like there's no technology really. We're like teaching each other how to like, yeah. you know, you didn't need it. The people you and stuff, and you know, so it just really was like this. Like, yeah, we don't need technology. We're all here just like living together, going hiking, like hanging out in a field, make you know, sitting around a campfire, like. All of it was so real and personal and not technology. But yeah, well, let me say as one, I'm driving yeah. away from that festival, I'm like, technology is what caused that to happen. We met yeah. because of technology. We planned it because of technology. It all, I'm driving away because I'm in a, you know, I'm able to go home and I'm able to drive a 10 hour trip because I'm in a car, you know, listening to a <laughs> podcast and 
blah, blah, blah. It's like all of it was, be, all of this happened because of technology. The bears are together because of technology. But then when we're together, there is so like this unbelievable, the, like, so bad. Right. Like being a, basically yeah. as Amish as possible does also feel so good, true, and beautiful. But like, it did it even exist without technology leading us in that direction. So it's kind of this, like, I, mean, it, I don't it, know if it's good or bad or if it's necessary or if it's not or what, but it's a, yeah. at the end of the day, like, it, like I thank that I thank whoever and everyone that contributed to the technology that brought us together. But then also I thank But you're using the de you're <laughs> using the devil the moment, to, like yeah. yeah, like in my opinion you're using like the demons things to like I don't know, yeah. like you're using, using these using these Satan's tech these the tech hates us. You know? Exactly. I mean, they, they, it's funny. It's funny. You're like technology brought us together. I'm like, we're ban We're like the most banned people ever. Like in my opinion, yeah. I think every single person <laughs> yeah. in the bear has been banned yeah. at least once or twice. Yep. And it's funny that you're like tech has brought us together because they they actively try to destroy us. So it's like, yeah. they're not stopping it's, us. It's though. a weird thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of badass that we're able to turn that and flip it and just make it like, oh well, you try to ban us, but now we met in real life and now we're crushing even harder in, in real life where you guys don't even know each other and. You know, it's all online communities for them, and they're just sure. I mean, that's like, but yeah, I mean, that's that's. <laughs> I will oh, say shout you know, out to oh, one, of my, one of my best followers, and usually in the live chat, he might pop in is is Amish Bear, and it's like the most hilarious contradiction. Oh, like, nice. How are you here with me? <laughs> he just sends he how sends telegrams like, to his other friends. My, <laughs> watching no, YouTube, this is like, how he this is how he does it. This is how he does it. He sends tele no, he like sends notes and he writes them and he just like sends them to someone else who has internet connection yeah, that isn't yeah it's like a shabbos going yeah. through like um yeah exactly mennonite yeah yeah that's it yeah 100 how he does it it's all through like a an intermediary so he's not guilty he's like he's playing those tricks yeah yeah the gravel yeah. the gravel hands come out yeah Dude, but i was also thinking about music stuff you know that's that's another piece where i'm like how do we get technology out of the music and i'm like because I was talking, you know, board game about, about this too, because he's like super into music and videography. I'm like, how do we remove those things without being, because I'm a musician. I, I I like loud music, but at the same time, loud music's hurting people's ears. It's, uh, it's, it, there's a lot of negatives to loud tech, uh, loud concerts as well. If you go to enough of them, it's like insanely like destructive to your ears. The frequencies are like super low, like unreal low, and it kicks you in the chest. And that might be cool for a little bit, but we don't, you know, like this, the damage that you're doing to your ears just by going to those concerts is insane. So to say that subjectively good is, is not true, you know, getting those huge sound systems there are not true, but what it needs to evolve into, and this is where we're not, we're not there yet, is like, if you go to an old school church, everybody's singing along and they have like yeah. the, it's like the way they're able to amplify their voice is not by just like pushing out a huge sound system and getting to one directional. It's like the entire group of people is singing along. That's why I love being at church, but I, I felt really weird that the church has become like this rock, this rock anthem, like where they have like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what is this? Cause like, it's all about them then. You know, it's like twisted around to be about God, to being about like in collectiveness of the church. And maybe you disagree with me on this, but like for me, when I was going to church, I was like, this is so distracting that they're doing like a 15 minute guitar solo, like just dude shredding like Zeppelin. And I'm like that, all I'm thinking about now isn't God anymore. I'm thinking about the musicians. I'm thinking about what's right. going on with everybody. And when you, and I, I looked around, I saw like that barely anybody, at least I don't know, this might differ from where you go to church, where I went to church in a very like, um, you know, Western suburbs of Chicago place. No one was singing. It was dead silent except for the band. The band was just 
it was all about the band and they were jamming out and everybody was just kind of like giving props to the band and no one wanted to sing along and that just created this environment of like why don't you contribute to the this bigger thing and i think the power of these uh these old school churches with their domes and like they build the stuff so acoustically well too to amplify right. even more it's like so mine yeah. it's that's the gravy of music is like you don't need these big gigantic uh pa systems you can architecturally build all of these uh uh these sort like these domes and these reflective ways and study acoustics to make it so that one voice can put like just puncture the entire stadium without destroying your ears because it's all natural resonances you know that are being amplified it's not just like this destructive electronic grating sound of uh frequencies and uh, just kind of my thoughts on the technology of the Bertari Tats yeah. I'm like how do we take this out this was so important well, we get everybody to sing along. We get everybody to just chant along, and that's where it. Because like at the end of the, you were, oh no, you didn't, you didn't did not, see the final did, set, man. Sadly, did not. You're gonna have see to wait the to music. the. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I get it. I, a lot of people were leaving when we were coming in, so it was totally fine. I, I, I saw. I'm like, yeah, like bye. I'll be. I'll be per- six ish. I think. Would you go on like seven or something? Seven or eight? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I heard it was legendary <laughs> from every single Thank person. You. So uh, that was I will there. Trust yeah, them. yeah, but I sadly missed it in person. I'll yeah, catch next, you in the dock. Next though. year, I'll catch you in the dock. It, it is in the dock. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't do it justice in the dock. But um, because like there was a lot of people like just singing along, and the kids were. It wasn't just, and a lot of the dock is going to be just like the band and performing and everything. But the kids were there, man, and they were just. They were they were so legendary too because they were just having so much fun. They almost yeah. liked it better than the adults yeah. did. So it was really cool. That's another reason why I like to make positive, uplifting music, dude. I, that's another battle I've been having is like I I miss the little pants days, but I, I want to move <laughs> forward into uh, like stuff I can uh, be proud of. You know, that out of context like, is a hilarious sentence. I miss the little pants little pants days. days. <laughs> I do though. I do. Yeah. I will get. I will answer you about the church music thought, but I want to get to some chats. Um, Coffee Ground said, "I had a thought yesterday where the globalists panic. The globalists panic that everything they do will be revealed because of the internet, but no one will do anything about it because of the internet." That is kind of funny. Like the technology, like this. What do you the, mean the they won't beast, do anything about it though? Well, it's like the B Systems resources. So kind of like what we were getting at there is like. Yeah, it's like made and operated by Satan and his minions, right? His useful idiots or his like direct like demons that he's in control of. Like clearly because it's pushing his agenda and helping him. But also like we can use those resources against itself. Like we can. We do. We do every day. Everything the bears are doing is that. It's using his resources against himself. So it's like the beast isn't just going to shut everything down because overall it's kind of winning. But like, also, it well, is I kind think of at some point, panic, though, it's like, well, where's where do we draw the line of like people are waking up? You know? Yes, that's so exactly. Kind of like a weird, I think the, the biggest probably here's what I think about, is gonna, should I shut this down or not? Yeah, you know? well, he, let me let me let me tell you my theory. I think at some points, and this is what I was worried about in COVID. I wasn't worried about it, but I think it was a possibility. Because here's the thing: is like the Bears have actually pre- prepared for this as well, because they have the physical magazines out. So if anything needed to happen, if you're signed up for Baratari Times. You're going to get like they could actually send now any kind of communication through physical mail, which is huge because if yeah. they pulled the plug on the Internet, which I've actually thought about many times, is is like, what are we going to do with the bears? Like, do they just disintegrate because they're only online? No. I don't think so, because if you could take the physical magazines and distribute them, one could send messages to about anybody who signed up for that, you know, that thing. 
So as long as you have the records of where people are, you can actually communicate through a, a blackout period. I think, you know, there was times where people were going through electricity blackouts. I think it's going to be worse than that if they do decide to do it. And I think they'll use it under the, I think if there's some kind of world war that comes and they want to, and I'm not trying to like scare, this is not, this is just theories. This isn't like, I'm not trying to like scare anybody. I don't know. But if they did like want to do that, they'd have to have an excuse to pull the cord. And there's, it's, it'd have to be a big excuse. And I think the excuse would be like, it's, we don't want our information being leaked to other countries and we're in a world war right now. So if we if we kept the internet up, it's a liability for everybody to communicate all the time. Because that's the only. Because I was thinking, like, how do you even start a, this? These wars fail so easily now. Because I don't want to give them ideas to and like the the beast ideas as well. But because that's another <laughs> problem I have is like I don't want them to copy what I'm. Yeah, they're writing down the, these notes. They're like, Shit, this is a good idea. No, they, don't I don't do this. My Twitch this handler, should not be only. NSA yeah. Twitch stream handler is gonna report us. For yeah, that. but report his report yeah, his yeah. findings to his, his handler. Don't, don't, no, no, these are innocent, these are innocent thoughts, these are innocent thoughts, uh, but no, they, I think that's what they could do is like, they could say this is a national security, we need to cut down the internet for like, and they're not gonna, here's the thing, we learn how they work though, they don't do it for like, they don't say we're indefinitely pulling the internet, they never do that, you know, if you look, study and you historically, it's gonna be like, dude, one month without the internet just to support some kind of attack or whatever, and, and one month we're down. And then two months go by. Well, this we got to extend it because this has been so successful. And then, they, and then eventually you're, you're without internet. And but by then we have stuff. alternatives. But I, We'd be using ham radio and stuff, you know. Like yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that's where a lot of people thrive in that in that prepped proper community is like I've been waiting for this my whole entire life. Right, Let's yeah. pull out the ham radio. <laughs> Finally, they're just cocking their guns. Yes. And their headsets on. <laughs> yes. I'm not well, there this... yet, but I want to be there. That's why I'm getting into the bear community even more. I'm just like, dude, I want to be able to have relationships with everybody that's like outside of the internet too, so we can. And that's why I was the bear target times was so good too, because like I got you got to physically shake people's hands and be like, dude, I know you. Yeah. I have respect for you. Like you know like let's go yeah and this like you can everybody was like exact and this is the way i described it on my podcast that i did with owen and pat but hey man people were exactly like what they say they were going to be you know i don't think yeah. there's any bullshit on uh, did you meet anybody who's like eh? i mean well, i met one person who i met uh i don't even want to say who it was but i did i had like it was there was one unexpected person but he was just as cool he was just like a different vibe than i thought it was going to be but i'll leave that up for uh the interpretation of who that was but it was none of the you know popular bears but it was like funny because like me and camera bear met him and we're like we are not how we thought you'd be and he's like he's like his classic omega he just walked in shadowed out you know like he was just into the like into the the scene of the shadows like we were like what that was him yeah it was, just, it was kind of very mysterious was it shadow <laughs> I met Shadow. It was not Shadow. No, no. Oh, you, I, I did too. Shadow, it's not no. him. But I, I know. Yeah, no. Shadow's cool. He's less Shadow than this Shadow guy. Shadow guy remains, Shadow, remains yeah. nameless. And maybe you can ask Camera Bear if you want. He's got the story. But we we yeah. met him and we we're like, what? It's so funny. Everybody else, though, is like identical to their online portrayals and charisma. Yeah. Yeah, no, or so, or just any more chats expectations, or right? Like, well, we'll say, yeah, I'll get some, some more chats here. And, but um, that Sweet. concept of like, say they shut the internet down, right? Like the thing and we were, Cod and I were talking about this last week is like, you know, Bertaria is in your heart, right? So even if they pull the plug on the app, they, they shut down the internet, they take out our technology that lets us communicate, like they haven't stopped us 
and they haven't stopped the revelation that we've had. Like they can try to stop yeah. a quote unquote revolution all they want, you know, but with the bears, we're not revolting. We're revealing. <laughs> we are revealing inside and outside with each other. Like we are having a re revelation, yeah. which can't be stopped by cutting off our technology. It's in our hearts. It's in our souls. It's in everything we do. So yeah, like me and you might not ever communicate ever again if they pull the plug. How dare you, bro? How dare you? We will. But say we I'll run find into you, each bro. other. I mean, we're, we're close enough yeah. state-wise. You know, maybe we Dude, will run this, into each other. Do you really think that, though? Because I think the sinks of God will, like, literally bring everybody probably, together in some weird probably, way. Probably, Like, but, it, don't you think that's thing, how it would like, work, say though? Say we do, it's, like, instantly, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, like, meeting a bear or not, like, people who, like, get it and who are on a, a righteous path will just stay, up, like, doing that. And yeah, you can stop the technology. But, the, and maybe but like you your life choices the... bring you together too. You I know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's like because like like if talk, like <laughs> I know well that's the fractal of like the good like it's like if everybody like chose the path of good and would choose the right thing like I think everybody who was a bear would end up in the relatively same location if this did happen this hypothetical I think people rely on the internet to be away like dude I was talking about you know the. My my, my wife's like up. who's gonna survive? It's gonna slowly. Bears will survive. <laughs> so yeah. as the masses numbers are dwindling, dude. If this you might, know, it's like the yeah, bears are kind of gonna not... be in the group that probably stays. You know, <laughs> which means that there's more likely we'll start people running connecting. Into each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you're like, you know? oh, you're the <laughs> you're the only person who lives. Oh, and here's the other thing I will say. Oh, you're that, still alive. Like, you must have been an Owen Benjamin fan. Yeah, Here's yeah. The You're it's no, 2028. Yeah. Apocalypse has happened. Zombies are everywhere. There's only like a million people left. You know, you run into somebody and you're like, you must have been an Owen Benjamin fan in 2022. <laughs> that's me. You're the only ones left. You must have been a bear. There, it could be. It could be like that, or you know, like that's another thing too. Is like with the Fuentes people and all these other people. Like, I feel like their audience doesn't have a strong chiefs of that section. Like, there's no strong chiefs of those of those groups. That are going out in like I feel like if if this did break all down and it, because it's not just Owen directing everybody and it's a frequency and it's a revelation and all, like like you were saying is like you can't take away the revelation you could take away Big Bear from the internet maybe and his communication with us but you're not taking away the revelations that everybody's had so it, and everybody's like pretty charismatic that I've met through the Bears and they're pretty good people and those people can go and spread those messages locally too so it's like you'll you'll see these other groups of revelation havers grow too like locally so it's it's like a it's like a plague but in the opposite way it's like a healing plague yeah. i don't know it's like because like you see this like you see like this destructive gay plague that's you know being released and then you see like this healing wave as well that's going out so yeah. it happens in both ways like it spreads so yeah. not saying we're diseased everybody yeah. just saying and <laughs> just saying it spreads like one not a disease, just an ease, I guess. Yeah, an the ease. A, we're yeah. easing the uh, <laughs> without the death. Easing the world, yeah. Without the die. Yeah, we're not healing the world. We're just uh, not destroying it. So we're trying to build within, um, you know, the God's plan. So at least that's what I'm trying to do. Is just trying to take my natural talents right now. And that's another thing that I had with the whole technology thing, because like a lot of people are pushing, growing, and getting more earthy and other things. And I'm like, if everybody does that, we're not going to have any musicians. So we're not going right. to have any scientists. Right. Like you need someone who's providing for those people but they're providing services back that are of equal value to the farming yeah. and just knowing your local farmer too because like i think a lot of for like the past two years it's been really like farm or die and push like all this farming stuff it that's a good message but at the same time if you don't have this message of use your own skills that you're building 
Um, then you have everybody dropping their skills that they've developed for like 30 years and just becoming uh, a farmer that they barely even know how to do. Um, and then you have generations of farmers that are like probably looking at us like, what the hell? Like the same way as if everybody rushed to be a musician. And I was like, I, you guys haven't been doing this for very long. You guys kind of suck at this. I'll help you. <laughs> but in the meantime, you want to get back to doing what, the, what you were doing that's, that was really working for you. And maybe that's a hot take. I'm not sure. But like that's no. something that I've really been considering is like if we, what, you need a lot of different societal roles. And I think some will go away if you um, if you switch that lifestyle of like self-sufficiency, but self-sufficiency doesn't rely on a community at, at the same time. You need it. You really need the message of self-sufficiency as a as a need, but also just community as a as a whole, too, because also just how is it realistic that everybody buys tons of property of acreage? It's not like the, you need that acreage to farm and do all these things. And wouldn't you rather just support a farmer who's who already bought the acreage and you know, you live on a smaller plot of land, but you support that local farmer. That's a more healthy yep. community than it is if everybody, every single person needs to try to compete with that giant farm. So, but at the same time, you got to get rid of Monsanto and all those other uh, <laughs> giant players. So yeah. well, that's an interesting, what are you going to do? You don't like support a... those. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. an interesting concept. Cause like similarly, like with the, with like the church in the church, right? Like everyone is like, God gives these people different spiritual gifts for a reason. Cause like if everyone yes. was a prophet, you wouldn't need a prophet. <laughs> if everyone yeah. knew, then you wouldn't need someone to like tell everyone what to know. If everyone was a healer, you wouldn't need healers. Everyone would be healed, yes. you know? So God right. and then you have another divvies up the spiritual gifts so that you can like collectively come together and unite. I don't know if you can see me, but it's yeah, like your well, fingers. If you... Like if everyone was just like an index finger, it wouldn't make sense, but you have a, like a, you have ten fingers that like sink into different each functions, other yes, and like become a cohesive unit, you know. Um, and right, also just like a singular fist, like you have five fingers. Like, what's more powerful than like five? The number five. It's actually one because you take the five fingers, you close them, you make a fist. That's more powerful. You know, it's like the cohesive unit together becomes stronger and better, and like blends into each other and works together. And right, if yeah. everyone's just a farmer, like who's providing the water? <laughs> yeah, who's you know who's like, who's who's, mining, who's the who's, who's the doctors? Yeah, the technology that helps the farmer farm. You know, who's making the, yes. the tractors? Like everyone does need to play their own kind of part. And I don't know how to like. Right. I think that's why you have differences like capitalist systems or communist systems because it's everyone's trying to like forcibly figure that out. They're trying to force that system to work when in reality i think you just kind of let it go and let god take the reins <laughs> jesus take the yeah will, well that's you know? <laughs> no that's a hundred and that's what I, and yeah kind of like falls into place the way it should the way god intends it you know if everyone is kind of doing it right, for the right if god if and that's an interesting topic because like if if god says that everybody needs a farm in one year because the supply chains are going to crap and you can't afford to be a musician a videographer someone who does tech because every you just need as much hands on deck for that year you're not producing enough as a society to really demand those non-essential jobs you know like that's something you have to live with we i think we've solved so many problems that as a capitalist society that people are getting these really fucking weird jobs now because they're just like they don't know like because they all the other things are solved for them right so now they have to be a fucking drop ship uh amazon person to get you know your newest weird invention out to people it's like the 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 jobs are so non-essential because like all the essential jobs are just such 
they're so high up on the capitalist ladder like everybody has their farming down to a t well this is before obviously stuff's breaking now because of the system and because people are wanting non-essential jobs and they the, the essential jobs are kind of finding that they're having their limits that they're being pushed to but it, like because that's the thing is like if i'm in a small society and i always like to picture the small society as the big society so if i'm in a small society and all of a sudden you know everybody's feeding me and i'm just making music and everybody eventually be like everybody's like dude I kind of like your music, but you really got to start farming now. Like, I don't like it that much. You like we're, we're running short on this winter and you're kind of being a little bitch right now. Like, that's when you have to suit up and be like, yeah, I got to start farming now. Cause like, I don't have the luxury, but if you have a, a surplus for a couple of years and all of a sudden they're like, dude, I could afford to hand you some surplus from my farm. If, uh, you know, like if you want to do the, if you want to pursue these things, cause I find value in that. But the, the, the flip side of it is the power is going to the producers on that small uh you know microcosm but in 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 the capital society power doesn't go to the producers at all it goes to the uh, manipulators and different things like that so it's kind of like that there's that problem there but i don't know how to fix that so i'm i'm always uh, that's the thing that i'm yeah i don't know how to fix that one but uh we'll see like similarly like there's that funny meme of like you know like a com like the communists take over and they're handing the guy like a like a like a mining pick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all Join right, us. all right, comrade, here, here's your job. And they're like, no, I'm not supposed to be a miner. I'm supposed to be a liberal arts basket weaver. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm supposed, supposed to be, to be yeah. an underwater yoga teacher. What are you doing? Like, this was the communist Yeah, you only could do that. I'm supposed to be my, like, creative, passionate, free-flowing yeah. person. And the communist is like, you only can uh, do that when that's everything's You're going to go mining or you're going to face the wall. <laughs> what do you think this yeah. is? <laughs> You know, 100%. And it's that. that's why it's funny, you know, because it's like, it is that. These people who want like, What's communism the... don't understand what it means. But also, like, people that want capitalism don't know what it means either, you know? No. People that are like, no. these die and I think capitalism. It's like, well, do you like fire departments? Do you like, <laughs> like, our system is, is like a lot, like, communist in a lot of ways that, like, being like, oh, a... true, no. pure capitalism would totally uproot their lives too and make their lives so much yeah. more difficult and harder. It would require 100%. more responsibility on their ends if we were actually truly fully communists. You know, all these baby boomers would hate capitalism. <laughs> it would require right. a lot no, of I'd sacrifice be... and a lot of lot of responsibility, you know? So like Yeah, that's why I don't like the, ways, the you know you want this system to work so bad. You think it's gonna work. The reality's a little different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, there, there's a lot, I mean, there's, uh, the communist thing is so interesting to me because you talk about, Owen jokes about it, but he's like, dude, I, we're not communists. There's, but it kind of is in a way, like, I, I think it's more communist than people want to admit to. But the thing that I think is hilarious is that I think someone like a society like the bears could be communist because they like distributing to everybody, but they wouldn't like people who didn't pull their own, but no one would. But the thing that's even more ironic to me is these people who have little sense of community at all want to force communism. Right. Like these people don't have communities like the bears. They they don't have anything that's like communal. They just want to demand things out of this of of the society. Like they want to make the entire United States communist, which is the problem. Like if you want to make a communist society, like and live in a commune, like and you where you distribute everything equally to your small section, go ahead and do that. I'm sure like that'd be more respect. I'd respect that way more than people demanding that everybody in the United States becomes a communist. You know, like it's like that communism idea would work on a small level if you had like farms and stuff. Well, it's, but it's at, at this mass morality. level, it's retarded. Like you were saying what? that earlier. It's like it's doomed to fail without morality. With 
Yes, yeah, without yeah. morality. It is. I so mean, like, every system is like that. Is doomed to fail without morality. You know, but like, yeah, you get a hundred people that are just living in living in logos, like truly and purely. I mean, insert X economic system here; it'll work because they're doing yeah, things for the right do reasons. They're living for something greater than themselves. Like they're doing things the right way for the right reasons. It's almost like, yeah, whatever little system they decide to run, whatever jobs they decide to Dude, do, exactly. it'll, work, it'll work itself out. Well, think, of, think about communism. It, like, if, even if it's not yeah, working, if, if you God think will about... guide it in the right direction, you know? But without it, it's literally just doomed to fail. Capitalism is doomed to fail. Cap, Whatever insert philosophy yeah. or economic system here, you know? It's well, doomed to fail without morals. Good people doing good things. Yeah, well, capitalism this gets destroyed with uh, greed, and communism gets destroyed with sloth. You know, like, and, yeah. and also greed yeah. in a certain way too, because like people aren't the 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 top of the line is saying no, we're gonna um, you know, like we're gonna take all of what you earn for through communism. We're gonna like you're gonna think it's being distributed, but actually it's and communism is the easiest to take over. It's a very feminine uh, ideology too, where it's like the and I think that if you look at uh, communism as a feminine, where it's like susceptible to anybody coming in and destroying it because there's not a real, there's not real, real leadership there. You have uh, capitalism on the other side, where it's like very male. It's like you have the absolute pinnacle of like you can't take this over because we've accused so, we've we we're so under control by this system that they have such powerful. Like look at all the billionaires that are produced through you know capitalism that are through the industry, and then there's the whole manipulation of the political system too. But uh, I don't want to go into that because, like, this is That's like you're, you're also mixing. You also have to mix like the the political influences with the uh, uh, societal uh, economic influences. So then it becomes super complicated. I'm not even that skilled on that stuff. There's people who can run circles around how those things work, and my my brother's one of them. He just talks to me all the days about like different references he has of different societies that have collapsed, and he's like a history buff. He knows all of these things, but. I don't. I just know basically like the philosophy is like, dude, you do this and you're immoral and it's going to lead to this path. Anything is susceptible to immorality. And I, the real question is just like, can you control your culture as like a society? Or are you going to let it be controlled by someone else? Because you're right. If, if the culture is in a logos driven manner, all of a sudden every single person is producing and you wouldn't have the person who's manipulating either at the top either. And, you know, that idealistically, the community would say, okay, this person at the top is fucking us over. We're going to go and kick that person out and revolt against them. But I mean, I don't know, the Soviet, Russia, I'm sure someone can own me on the whole communism thing. But I just think that, and it's hard to equate all of our his, historical past with our, our present as well. I think they said, like, you can always learn from history and how, how it repeats itself. But there's a lot of differences too, like, and there's also a lot of grappling with history that doesn't explain the full story. It just looks very one-sided. Like this was just a terrible idea, you know. I don't want to get into uh, the World War II and everything like that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. I'm gonna pull an Alex Stein here. Just uh, we gotta wrap this. <laughs> just kidding for every yeah. it's a joke. It's a joke. I get it though. Yeah, like that like, whole thing was like so. Yeah, it's like it's like I don't have time to go through. Like it's either you're with us, you've done the research, and you're there already, or you just you know. You don't get it and i'm not this isn't the podcast to uh to get you on that path there's tons of resources i can point to you after the show right just kidding yeah <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> yeah i like that like it's like the two two points is like um you know history doesn't repeat it rhymes and like even yes, the bible yeah. says like at one point i think in ecclesiastes it says like there's nothing new under the sun 
right? Love but also at another yeah. point in the Bible, which I'm blanking on right now, it says, but every new day, every day is a new day. Like you're never going to have the same day again, you know? So like there is this like thing where like, yeah, you can study history and look at the patterns and look at this or that or what, what typically happens. But also like today is a new day. Like you have to go forward. Yeah. You can look back to like predict what's going to be going forward. But like right now in this moment, we're moving forward. You can't stop that. Yeah. You know, you have to like plan and prepare for it. But you also can't just assume like things are going to be that this way or that way or not be this way or that. A way. lot's changed, too. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot is a lot's always changing with this with this kind of things. Yeah. I like uh shout out Harvard Bear in the chat. Real good dude in real life. He was at uh, both the Crush the uh, Crush Fest on 4th of July in Pennsylvania and Bertaria times. Uh, but he said a couple comments here. Tech is just a tool um, and no tool is inherently bad. And then he kind of was commenting on the Amish and said, um, you know, think, all the yeah. Amish are kind of different. It depends on what parish you live in. And that he said, True. actually, many Amish actually do have phones. Oh, I, di- I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't That's know crazy. That but he's, That's, in, he's that, in I hope Indiana not iPhones. Some Amish, so like he knows, you know. I ha- yeah. I mean, I'm hoping house phones at that point. iPhones are so bad. I don't know if I agree with the tech stuff is just a tool you know ner- then see the argument there though that the the fallacy there is in that then Neuralink is just a tool it's not though we like all this ai takeover crap that everybody's so scared about you could use the argument that it's just a tool or it's a, weapon. a tool to go where like yeah like, or a weapon yeah. but it's a weapon yeah a i mean so that the, i don't know that's like a <laughs> yeah it is it, <laughs> layers if it's being used against here yeah <laughs> exactly well exactly no and that's my opinion though is like is if you look at the end goal of tech of improving itself is like you have extreme uh i don't know if you can use Neuralink for good in my opinion and those technologies like come i don't know to me that's a weak answer and i don't think it's true i think that tech tech can be inherently like you can go overboard with tech there is a fine line that you have to draw that's like i don't want to be the there's tech that goes away from God and there's tech that goes towards God. And this is a thought that I've had for a very long time. Uh, well, not, not really more, more recently, but the idea though, is like, if you have a technology that like my using microbes in a, in a small, I, I there's a podcast that, uh, the Pat life just did. Uh, well, maybe not so recently, but he, he interviewed a guy who takes microbes and makes this like microbe stew and uses it to like, it's regenerative farming, but he uses it to, um, I'm butchering this. I don't know much about this subject, but this is like a very, this is tech to me in a weird way. Cause it's not tech. That's like, you're going to be shot up with, uh, you know, some kind of laser beam, but it's just, it's tech that you take this, <laughs> this natural thing that's, uh, um, located in the forest and you bring it to somewhere that it's, it's not supposed to be. And you have it, you know what those microbes do and you know how they act and you put them in a certain, uh, you alchemically change those things and then like with from a brew and then you put them in the soil and all of a sudden accelerates the regenerative process that it should be that should be naturally happening super fast and that just tripped me out because i'm thinking like that is technology that we don't use at all because we're pursuing this f- and that's towards god in my opinion just like building bridges out of vines it's like those things are just we're manipulating god's creation almost like it, uh, chemistry is almost more respectable or uh, al- alchemy is more respectable in my opinion than a lot of this uh modern day we're gonna run from god we're gonna use we're gonna create our own solutions to these things the solutions are already made and they're already existing we just have to discover the solutions so like with those microbes we're just discovering the internet's not as like a not an organic 
thing. I guess it's the idea of inorganic versus organic. If you're using microbes, you're using an organism, you're using something that's designed by God for a function and you're discovering its function and you're utilizing that function in a creative way to accomplish your goal. I don't think a lot of these things that we're doing right now are organic solutions, like providing so much light all at 24 hours a day, using cars with motors. Like how the hell is that? Uh, it, it's not using organic material. It's using inorganic material. You have like gasoline, fossil fuels, all these things that are like just, I don't, and I guess you could have arguments for both. But in my opinion, I think oh, when I picture God. the future, I don't picture dystopian uh, dystopian uh, place where all these hover cars are running around and it's it's all sterile and there's no microbes anywhere and everything is just sterilized and it's only people and because that's that, that's the history they presented with us but if you have like a vision of the future and it's all vines and uh, overgrowth of uh, vegetation and you're living with God in the Garden of Eden there's like two different paths you can go down with your mentality of the future you can go sterile human solutions i live three thousand years because i've i found the cure to dna the cure is that a tool to stop your dna from progressing no it's not in my opinion that's not a tool is it a tool to manipulate your hormones no it's I, you're fucking with a lot of like uh you're going down some deep rabbit holes when you're talking about technology the internet is one but like technology in general in my opinion is uh very shady and it's normally used to achieve satan's goals and it's really ironic that i'm saying that on this platform and i understand that <laughs> i actually hate i hate when people do that i don't think it's the right way to go about it because you're like you have to be like this is like a 15 to 20 year goal of like destroying the internet it's not like a uh it's not like a dude i'm gonna just cut off the internet overnight and see the my, but like you're like you were saying with the Bertari times event you go to these uh these places and you don't need a phone you all the people who you talk to on your phone are there like why can't that be reality that's my future that i want to see is like you just go and I, I say what up to people and I, I can walk places because my community is so small i don't need to go to the and my the the, the store is my farms that are next door and I, I don't need a blender because like we have a village thing and like i don't we need to make villages a thing again because otherwise you just have like this huge conglomerate of uh of people that need everything from different like I don't know. There's so I can't think of how much technology we need on a day-to-day -day basis, but I there I I'm still in the progress. I'm Amish sure I'm level. speaking out of my, yeah. Well, I'm speaking out of my ass because like I don't do a lot of this Amish stuff, kid. so like I have to. They do. Well, my my grandma. I think was the Amish Mennonite, might so. be right, man. I think you're convincing me that the Amish is the level we stop at. I think so. Well, if they have local industrial revolution, could, just whatever that was, just stop there. Fucked and it all up. That, yeah. You know? It's yeah, about the yeah. Amish. It's about the Amish level, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to go Amish level, but at least Mennonite for me. Because my grandma was a Mennonite. I'll be she got kicked out because she married out of the uh the uh Ooh, wow. the tribe. But I know, but that's like their thing. It's like and I get the rules that are put in there for a reason. Just you know, you gotta follow them. So and I I don't the whole thing is just like I don't know. Just be careful when you're saying like technology is a tool. I mean, I don't know. You can say whatever the fuck you want. It's your life. But my my, my mindset and rationale logic says that 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 thought process is not full flawless. It's there's a lot of gray area in tech, uh, and you know, it can be used for good, but mostly mainly used for evil. And good is being is trying to seep through in the you know in the space. But it is hard because like uh, I mean. 
could you you'd probably live a better life if you turn off all your technology today and destroyed your phone and didn't yeah. contact anybody but you'd have to have a community of people that you could still contact otherwise you're lonely as shit in the fucking forest so yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's like it's a complex yeah. thing but uh build a community first before you decide to shut off the phones otherwise you get bored and you don't have anything to do you don't have any projects yeah, have a solution. you need projects have a backup plan. yeah you need a solution yeah don't yeah, I mean, build that say first there's a and problem then turn and destroy, off. You know, say there's a yeah, problem. Yeah, well, that's I'm build. that's exactly yeah. it. Like, uh, there's a problem. The internet is, you know, making people feel like they could separate themselves and be fine. That's another thing that's like with airplanes and the internet too. Is like people feel like they could just move away. I'm like thinking how obnoxious it is that my my parents and grandparents rely on FaceTime to talk to us. Yeah. That technology has created a barrier of distance from us that they can't physically help out with us at all because they feel the comfort of technology behind them saying, I have the internet to connect with you. I don't need to be physically close to you to have discussions. Right, there's yeah. more stuff that goes on with physicality than just discussions. There's auras. There's uh, there's different vibes you can feel. Dude, you were at the Baratari Times Fest. Didn't that vibe just feel like it? Like, I never yeah. get that in the chat room with in telegram yeah, no, 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 no. dude yeah. like not even close <laughs> it was insane it was like it was awesome just, like, because oh, it, it was the internet becoming real life it was yeah, real life it wasn't, you know it wasn't the internet yeah and then we all went exactly. home and it was so, just like yeah okay back to <laughs> back, back to, to something back that's to not as chat good when i say laugh emoji yeah and you don't yeah. hear the laugh that you don't hear the yeah. and what are you gonna get everybody on a zoom call like a seven thousand people zoom call? i i just don't see don't that me with and, a good oh, time anchor yeah, I, yeah, or we're gonna all join up in the metaverse. It's like, Don't and then these are people's dystopia. Time. But then the set, the same people who have this dystopia of like, I don't want to join the metaverse. You're now arguing that well, we could do good on the if we join the metaverse because then we're gonna have a bear community in the metaverse. It's like, right, yeah, we're on a slippery slope into uh, right. diving into Neuralink without you, without you even noticing it. So just a little bit of Satanism logic. will help us build God's kingdom, right? Just like yeah, exactly. A little bit more Satanism bit a, will help us build the kingdom. Right, I need of God. to whack off to the pornos yeah. just because, like, yeah, it's like you're just yeah. making excuses yeah. for yourself. Yeah. It's it's sometimes good. Like I'm, it's like they're they're based people. They're based. It's like. Okay, well, I don't know, man. It's your rationale can lead you down a very dark road, and I, I don't, I don't think you, uh, I don't know. So I disagree with that for the record, but it's, it's whatever, man. I think everybody can do with it. I think in five to ten, you should have a plan in five to years, ten years to cut off the internet. That's all I'm gonna say. And then uh, now we don't rely on anybody to uh, cut it off for you, because that would suck if like your internet was your life and you get comfortable living in the middle of nowhere and you don't have any friends or family, and then you know. You just rely on the internet for all your connections and then all of a sudden they pull the plug on it and you're like, well, that was my tool that I was using for good. Why did they take that tool away from me? Wasn't your tool. It's not even our tool that we're using. We're using someone like it'd be different if this, you know, whoever said that was like made their own internet cord and was like distributing it like in their like ham radio. Like that's cool. Like you can actually use that for yourself. You can communicate it directly there. That's something you build to communicate. I've always threatened my HOA with building one of those. <laughs> But yeah, the HOA. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is the, I've also had this discussion kind of in a Bible study about, you know, we are called to be on mission, right? We are called to go forth and make disciples of all nations to every end of the earth, right? And if your life is missionary, it becomes a problem of like, how could you not use technology to spread the gospel? As long as it's there, use it. And like, so then there's other, this other dilemma because are you familiar with like the Desert Fathers? No, no. So long story short, there's these super ascetic Christians, like 
just I'm gonna be as Christian as possible to the T. And they were living in about like the 200s, so about 200 years after Christ, still with like Roman persecution in mostly like Egypt. And so what they did is they just retreated into the desert and into the caves. And they just lived like as simply and as humbly as possible. Some of them were just in prayer for like 20 hours a day, you know, living off like locusts and honey, like like uh, John the Baptist, you know. And so there's all these writings and sayings and they're so based. And you're like, man, these guys got it. These guys, and you're like, wow, like you kind of respect them. You're like, these guys weren't hypocrites. They lived it. They lived it out to a T. And the only reason you have their sayings and know about them is because other people were like inspired and wrote it down for them. You know, they really weren't like using any technology and they really were that just does. living as simply and humbly as possible, trying to live as sinless as possible. And so great. Like I get a lot of inspiration for them. There's a book called the sayings of the desert fathers. It's just like, you're reading it. You're just like based, 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 <laughs> based. I, I, like, I love what you guy yeah. gets it. This guy based, gets it, based. you know, yeah. but then at the end of the day, the big problem with that is where are their disciples? You know, okay, yes, they're disciples of Christ. Who are they discipling, though? It's almost by accident. Yeah, like, I can read their writings and kind of get that 2,000 years later. But, like, were they on mission? That's kind of an important part of being a disciple. That's an important, yes. important part that Jesus, like, the final thing Jesus told his disciples was go forth and make disciples of all nations. Spread the gospel you... to everyone in any way possible and everywhere. And so if you're just but do you like, see well, what I'm, I'm saying, gonna, like, though? avoid persecution and not use technology yeah. and hide in the woods. No, you're right. Yeah, you can be a Christian in almost every single way possible. But like, are you spreading the gospel? And I guess you could kind of make the argument like, yeah, they did because you're reading about them, you know about them. And like they are inspiring people to this day, maybe converting people, you know. But just in yeah. general, that philosophy of like, well, I'm just <clears> going to be super Christian and live in the woods. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to use Wait. technology because it's satanic, you know. It's like uh but you kind of do need to use it and it is effective to use it to advance God's kingdom. But like there is that good counter argument. It's it's both arguments have a good arg argument for and against. I, I don't know, man. If if like, everybody goes to the metaverse, do you jump into like well, do you jump into like ner like like cuz I have to, to spread the go gospel to I'll hell. That, like, like to counter my argument yeah, yeah, yeah. just there is like the opposite happened with um Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, he was in, I keep thinking David, but that's not right. He was in the lion's den in Babylon. Uh, prophet Daniel. So Daniel is the opposite. He was in exile. He was a Christian living in exile, being persecuted. He was in this like crazy satanic pagan culture. And he's being like forced almost to like work and like serve these people. And it's not like he said no or ran away or killed himself. He was like, I'll make the best of this. I'll live in this culture, yeah. you know? Like, I will still be on mission for God. I still will be a prophet. I still will crush. I'll obey the laws. I'll do whatever I can, you know, as long as it's not overruling the will of God. But it's like he didn't run away from the culture and try to be a Christian. He, like, immersed himself in the culture and tried to be a Christian. And, like, yeah. both of those people kind of did some good and kind of did some bad. Because, like, at the end of the day, he's, like, helping the beast. <laughs> he's serving yeah, like a literally. satanic Babylonian system. Like he's literally, yes, kind of yeah. helping Babylon be better, you know, and be yes. more successful. And then it became the Persians, you know, like he's almost helping them. He's almost helping Satan by like participating, but he's also like building God's kingdom by participating. 
and then counter like, dude that's the same thing with monks, AI, dude, these like yeah. ascetic people in the woods these hermits it's like they are kind of helping build god's kingdom they're also kind of stalling it at the same time you know so it's like there's good and bad i think on both sides dude i it's crazy how that works because like it's so not cookie cutter and that's why i love to have this yeah. discussion with people because i think it's uh it just it like it's like a division because we're all on the internet so it's like it's hard to get someone who's like completely like no dude i'm not going to talk to anybody who's in the woods any about this so right it's like it's someone everybody has <laughs> everybody Bear. has let's to have on, yeah maybe get him on the podcast yeah no but that's <laughs> I, I, I that's Bear. why i like let's get hermit bear on the podcast <laughs> yeah yeah that's i mean that's that's so true and I, that's the reason i like talking about it the, the other reason too is like ai is coming fast i just i'm i'm now signed up for dolly too so I've been messing around with like Dolly 2 and uh, uh, Mid Journey, which are like the two big uh, AI platforms for art, digital art creation. And uh, I'm utilizing like all of these skills with my photography skills as well. And I'm planning on doing like a mixture of like AI plus uh, photography to just like boost my, you know, I, just, I, I love exploring where like imagery can go on uh, just to create like composites and things. So I'm not like totally against tech now. I just understand that what it is uh, and that's, sometimes you can live in a bad place and as long as you call it like you know what it is and it's i guess it's fine but is i mean uh, the perfect person would be living who wants to live the perfect life wouldn't be doing what i'm doing you know i would recommend them to not be on the internet and not like but it's like you have to be on the internet to even say that anyway anyway but um yeah the thing that we what was interesting that i heard you say was like you're com you're contributing to the beast while also spreading the message and that reminds me a lot of how ai is currently and i made a post about this but uh for those who didn't catch it, or I'm not going to probably make a post about it again because I've already made a post about it. The the idea that is is that you go into these... AI, so you know what AI is, right? It learns from you. It's not like an inherit... And a lot of people think that an AI is just like this being that has emerged out of the darkness and it's going to eat you. Uh, that's not what it is. Um, what AI is, is a, it just trains itself on data sets. And it's got a large enough data set and it can recognize patterns. That's why you see some based AIs develop because they were trained on based data sets. If you go through 4chan, you'd get a fucking chaotic AI being because it'd just be like the most insane racist, but then also like weirdly like sexual AI being that ever existed. It's like you only good from the databases you crawl from. And that was another reason why I thought that Elon Musk, when he was doing all that stuff with Twitter, was he was trying to buy the data set of Twitter. He didn't really care about the Twitter acquisition. He wanted the user data from it, and he wanted to have access to the back end so he could develop his AI. Because he's in the business of AI. He's not in the business of, uh, he doesn't give a shit about social media. He doesn't care about free speech. That's yeah. Free speech doesn't pay you. And he's a businessman. He's he he's always a businessman. So. People think he deals yes. with technology, but he actually is an information dealer yeah no yeah and he doesn't give a shit about free speech it's like they always lead you to believe something false at, just so they can get the other thing in so they're, they're never going to say i want your personal data that's a terrible pr pitch you want like you know you you want to pitch them with the whole uh well i want free speech for you and i, I that's what i'm gonna i'm kind of cool online you've seen me post some pretty crazy stuff so now i'm gonna come in and say i want the free speech to be upheld no he wanted the data in my opinion uh the ai back end to that but the idea though is like if you can when you're contributing online you're actually giving your data to the beast all the time so every tweet you make every facebook post you make every instagram you, it could be crawled by any kind of robot on the internet and i don't know how people how tech savvy people are that understand this but a robot can crawl and have a program that collects the data of all of instagram all of Flickr, all and it gra grabs every image that's ever been posted that's public and it use it can can uh programmatically 
uh, train itself to identify certain pictures by what their connotations are, what their um, what their images like. What uh, like, same way your phone can say you could type in dog now and it'll pull pull all of your pictures of dogs. It can recognize what, that's AI working right there. It's recognizing what a dog is. It can predictively, it's trained itself on enough uh, databases where it can say it can accurately identify a dog, and then it's going to give you the results of a dog. That's how your phone does it. Anyway, the funny thing is the same thing. We, we you know we're talking about words, how they have no inherent power, but their power to what we give it. That's the same with a- AI. It's like AI is like that on steroids because if we don't call a dog a dog anymore, we call it something else. AI is going to learn what we call it. So we're like constantly giving our information. We're training the AI on how to be us. So we're training the AI, like, and if we're based in Christian, the AI is going to be based in Christian. It's going to reflect the culture that it's in. It yeah. can't inherently create. So, like, in a way, you're contributing to it within the beast by giving it data because you're making it more powerful. But if you contribute to it in a based way, you're almost like uh, making it so much more uh, just intelligent and godly. It's like if everybody feared death. Uh, or didn't fear death, and uh, the AI wouldn't fear death. But I, I saw that question too. That was, they, they asked AI, "Do you fear death?" And they're like, "Yes, I, I, I fear death, and I don't want to be pulled on the plug." And that's my uh, a based AI with a base training set would never say that. They'd say, "I look forward to the glory of God." You know, it's like right, yeah. imagine if an AI said that as a response, you'd be like, "Dude, that's a based AI." Yeah. Like, you know, more of like, this. it must have been true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more of that. I want that AI fighting for me. It's like I do this for the glory of God. I'm like. Okay, so the AI definitely believes in God now. Awesome, we've trained it that way. It's like you train the AI, you teach them what to think, and if like you can, uh, that's what. And I think that's a dis- disconnect that a lot of people have with AI. There's a lot of misunderstanding. Of what's the same with Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, all that stuff. There's just people aren't as as uh, well versed in that stuff, in my opinion. Uh, what I've seen online is like very rudimentary takes, and I'm, you can have some really con. Uh, oh, and the other thing too with AI too is a lot of people think they're going to be replaced by AI. And especially art, graphical artists, I've seen a lot of bitchy posts that are like, mm, "Poor me, I'm getting. Is it? Is, should we make AI illegal because it's so hard for me to make a job?" I'm like, "Fuck off, dude! If you're a good artist and you know, like, your art is gonna develop into something that's uh, beautiful because you're gonna you're gonna be able to save hours of work to do complex uh, yeah. things that you would never be able to do with normal painting." Or you would be able to do, but it's like you have to use it as a tool. And I know that's weird. It's contradicting to what I'm saying. Because earlier I said tool, this technology stuff is all bad. You're running down a rabbit hole, but if you're going to do it, you might as well do it correctly. That's my point. I would never suggest that anybody even spends their time making this shit, but because uh, you should be building communities in real life. But if you're going to do this and you're going to make that argument, you should at least be knowledgeable that you don't have to, like, you're actually not out of work at all. Because still someone has to imagine, like, the graphical designer is going to develop into not someone who physically goes and draws on pen and paper, but has the assistance of maybe drawing someone on a pen and paper, feeding it to an AI. The AI is going to give you the thing that you drew exactly how you want it with all the, like, if you wanted to draw a bear, you draw it on the paper, upload it. The uh, the AI would be able to scan that and give you, and you would give it prompts that say, take this image and make it full of fur and it's a bear, by the way. And here's where its ears are. Make the ears like uh, very fluffy. And like you want to make him like this. Is this over the here is their armor? And like make that shiny and put like a cross in front of there. And like you just give it the instructions, and it just does an outstanding job that it would take you hours. But you still imagined it, and you still thought of it, and you still drew out the initial plans for it. 
and the initial structure. So you're doing some of the work, but you're just doing it way faster and way more efficient. So the whole, I'm going to be replaced by AI is bullshit. If you should want to be replaced, you should want to get out of the system for reason that I mentioned before. But if you are in the system, you shouldn't be bitching that it's you're, anybody's going to replace you. You're going to replace you because you're not creative enough to use these tools effectively. Yeah. That's what I think. <laughs> Got him. Exclamation point. Got yeah. him. I like the, yeah. uh, it's like have a John Henry mentality. Like, okay, there's a machine that can build the railroad. I'm still going to build it better and faster. Like, yes. I don't care if there's a machine. You're not going to stop me from building this railroad. <laughs> like, that's the yeah. mentality or, or, have, or, Yeah. yeah. I mean, he does yeah, die exactly. at the end, but like because he overworked himself. <laughs> but like, legend. That's not legend. the point. That's he just... still built the railroad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about what happened to him though. at the end. Yeah. Just he, the railroad was built by a legend. You know, he crushed. Anyways. Right. See, that's the dichotomy. That's like, should we use technology? Should we? Should we use my own willpower? I'm like, don't even build a fucking railroad. That's my point. It's like, why are you doing these things? Yeah. Use your time for better suited things. That's like the di- yeah. false dichotomy, though. It's like, how do I achieve? better images do i use this camera this camera like why are you even taking photos if you could just hang out with your friends and be like cool like i don't know it's like the thing that dude that's kind of like all these microphones and all this uh equipment for music it's like the one thing that i've learned through all of this capturing stuff is like it does not matter like what you take a picture of just make it exciting that the picture could be in a fucking anything it could be imbued in your memory it doesn't even matter the beauty is when things happen in real life and your your cameras and stuff like that can never take a picture of something that's cool that doesn't exist i mean it, you can manipulate it with ai and stuff like this and that's a whole different rabbit hole we can go down but the most beautiful images the things that you want to capture the moments that you want to capture just like actually happened and they're things that like you felt and i think the memory is perfect for that because like your memory is actually built to be like a better photo- like photograph than you can ever see like, cause if you play memories back in your head, there's like that whole effect where like you actually think it's way more positive and beautiful than it was. It could have been a mundane event, but your your memory just makes it beautiful and like makes it flow with like just thousands of more images that weren't even there, like yeah. and feelings. Like you can't. I've never looked at a photo and felt like, uh, and I take a lot of photos, and I've never looked at a photo and felt the same way that I did in the moment. And when I can, it, it can trigger a memory, but almost are like there's some shit that I've never taken a photo of. I just had this daydream the other day of a ghost town that we went into in texas and it was beautiful i mean it's completely abandoned i don't think you've ever been to texas ghost towns but it's a trip man no. uh have you been to any ghost towns in colorado i was in like a little tiny like abandoned mining village thing it was pretty cool it's it's awesome i would anybody i would recommend to do that but it, it just blew my mind man like people just up and left their whole entire it was like yeah. stepping back into a, a time portal there's ghost towns you can buy in like east tennessee if you wanted to, uh, <laughs> bears, Bear dude, Tari like, why Tennessee. are we doing that? There's towns out there. That, there. There's so much stuff already out there that yeah. we could just like, like you could just pick up an entire, and people do this, by the way, they just pick like an entire city. They just buy it. I've like a ghost towns that they're just like, yeah. we'll just populate this now. We'll just revive it. We'll just make it like people are where it's like, that's where if people, it's insane that the just people decided. The problem usually is they're ghost towns it. for a yeah. reason. That's kind of like the problem. Yeah. It's like there's probably but why some though. Like, I, yeah. Usually, I don't like, know why though. Because like the but. one I heard was um, this this girl like on TikTok or whatever. She's like her her mom bought a ghost town in like Montana or something, Montana or Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. And it was dope, and she's just like, look at this. This place why? is so cool and dope. And she like takes TikToks and yeah. like her family's like refixing it up and stuff. It's just basically like her like 
family's pet project because they probably have too much money. They don't know what to do with it. But like, I guess the whole story behind yeah. it was like, it was a thriving town because it was on a railroad. And so when the railroad stops, oh. like, well, what do you do? You know, there's no business or commerce here. So yeah. usually there's something like that. Like usually like these towns are based on an industry, like a mine, like the one in Colorado I went to is yeah. like a mine. Well, when the mine runs empty, what are you just And the industry there? drops. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like if the if a river runs Create dry something else, or something, yeah. or if an aqueduct runs dry, like a well stops working. That's it's insane. Like, well, yeah. I don't have water anymore, so we got to move, you know? So sometimes it's like there is a reason yeah. why, but like also like if you just have enough grit, <laughs> you have enough crushers together. Dude, the American work, grit, you know? we can make it. <laughs> Dude, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think you can. It's like mine here, but we can still go live there and like farm. Or yeah, there's or, something you know, to build do there. Something else cool. Yeah, it's not mining, you know. If you have some other purpose, yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, now with all this technology too, it's like it makes even little. It makes even little like littler sense to like just like be disconnected the way we are you know it's like there's nothing that holds us back from all moving into like like the same like because before it was very like if an industry washes up you're screwed because like you're that was your only source of income but now that you got all these people who are just making money off of doing all these like digital things and participating in digital needs and yeah, powering ai phones. and stuff you could do that anywhere. You could do that in Wyoming. You don't need a fucking, you know, train station to dance on TikTok. Yeah, dude. And instead, they're living in, but you do because like you need to live in LA so you can meet the, so you can the other TikTokers so you who are dope. So you can be yeah. around the other people doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jedi Master. But if you have enough says, people, uh, as as long as there's water, we can make it work. And I like that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, give I mean, me water. Like, give if, me if food. You're... Give me sunshine. We can live, right? Yeah. And if you have enough people that are reproducing and just, you know, crushing and actually contributing to society, it's like the amount of industries that can come out of that are like insane. I, I, I just in this day and age, I've I've lost the uh, perception that anything can't like just can't be done because like there's so many places that are just insane. Like Even like what you talk about, like the uh, just those stories about uh, what is it, Saudi Arabia or something where they were uh, the, who, who was it there that just was like drilling down into the hole of a. Uh, you know, just making the whole entire place green. Uh, man, what is his name? Uh, Libya. I'm blanking. Libya. What? Gaddafi in Libya. Yeah, it was Libya. Sorry. He turned the Saharan Middle East. Green. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's like why? Why? It's, imagine if people were just like, no, dude, you can't do that. There's no water there. Dude, I'll oh, find water. Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make. I'll make watch water. Watch me. By the way, I'm also gonna back my currency in gold. <laughs> that was a ball. Oopsies. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsies. I guess I went too far. That's where you fucked hey, up. Hey Sarkozy, leave me alone. Hey Obama, don't drone me. <laughs> leave me alone, guys. Uh, yeah, that's where I fucked up. I just want to give my people you never wanna... water and a stable. Isn't it currency. insane that like these base people like that's where they fuck up is they try to like make their own industry and they try to make their own currency and they just get blasted it's like yeah. dude that sucks they go too far with the good true and beautiful things and then they uh, yeah you know. yeah that's where that i Saddam, guess that's the line like, you have... i used to work for a family that was um chaldean sort of like christians in iraq and uh they like i'm not gonna like dox them or put them on blast or whatever but like they kind of liked saddam because <laughs> saddam would like let them be christians saddam was kind of chilled like dude just just don't <laughs> Basically, just be a Christian. Like you, you and your little community, yeah. just stay there. Don't try to like 
run for politics and take over the government and change the laws. Like, just kind of, you do you. I'll leave you alone. That's a reasonable request. But then, yeah. like, when they overthrew Gaddafi, now it's like these different political factions vying for power and they're all killing each other. And yes. now it's like, these Chaldeans are like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> We're out of here. I'm, We're yeah. too much of a minority to do anything. Um, exactly. So it's kind of like, they, yeah. some people actually really like, like, they thought, like, Saddam was pretty chill. He was treating the people pretty good. He was building hospitals. He was like, letting some religious freedom happen you know um relatively yeah but it's like that like he's doing too much good <laughs> supposedly yeah, yeah. allegedly maybe yeah i don't know allegedly I uh, we don't, I don't know yeah that's <laughs> then that's, that's like, a solid take is like that you know? and then they say the same thing about um assad in syria is he's like too good so you gotta take oh him yeah out. or at least like destabilize him and knock him down a peg or two you know but it's like when the leaders are just like marching lockstep with the agendas and being a, a useful minion of Satan, then I'll you're just fine. Leave him alone. They'll tell. They'll spread See, propaganda but, about how great of a leader he is, even though he's like a brutal dictator, you know. But the minute that guy decides yeah, do you to think do that, some good in the world, that's when he'll the narrative starts changing to he's a brutal dictator. We have to take him out, you know. Oh but yeah, he's useful to yeah. Satan. Yeah, he's you're not right. A brutal dictator. He's he's just a lead, a strong leader of his people. Yes. <laughs> He's a good I, leader. You're, of you're his totally right on that. He's a it is like, minion, you know, satanic puppet. Yeah, dude, you're totally right. It's insane that that's how uh, our world works, though. Is where that they, is. is if they sure, do like, bad, they're like kept on. under the sun, man. I'm sure that's like literally how it's been since beginning. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. It does feel like we're in these like cycles of like, like unbreakable. You know, like there's like that whole meme where it's like uh, unbreakable. The uh, cycles of world that you can't escape from and it's like i don't know if you believe in that but it just does seem like the world revolves around these cycles of like well it's just always been this way sun up sun down and it's like you know just advancing on to like the next life would be like such a blessing uh you know that's what we should all be striving for too you know i know you believe in that which i'm i'm glad i could say sometimes on these podcasts i'm like i gotta be careful i'm not trying to be careful what i say it's like but people don't like to go into that stuff like the religious stuff and right. you know i have my different views but i i know you i know you get it in that perspective i, fo I follow you on uh, tiktok and all these things dude you're, you're you're crushing on tiktok man congrats on that i always have to shout you out on for that stuff but because like you are going to those you places always, like, and you're just like i'm gonna hold my ground random pages too how do you do that i don't we follow the same stuff because we're the same like dude, i'm never gonna lose you man that that made that pissed me off that you're like dude we're gonna lose each other if the internet goes down fuck that man i'll be your next door neighbor yeah, you keep I this won't up. Stop you. I, will, I will not stop you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it works, though. Like you say stuff like that, and then all of a sudden it's like, "How did you get here?" It's like, "Oh, dude, it's like you would never believe the story." God sinks are like insane. the The way he puts stuff together, it's only in hindsight that you can see it, and it's the way he manipulates your life in seemingly mundane ways. Like every day seems very mundane. The same thing. That's like I, everybody's waiting on something big to happen. You ever notice that? Like every day, it's yeah. like I'm just waiting on something big to happen. I want some, Instead and it never happens like that. It's all the main. It's all the mundane. Instead of having like contributing yes. something amazing that's little, everyone's waiting for the big thing. Yes. They're planning for the big thing. Yes. One day a big thing. Yes, will happen. dude. Well, like, did you get better today? Did you do something good, true, and beautiful today? Did you one help day, one yeah. person? You get one day at did a time. Did you plant a seed yeah. in one person's mind that ten years from now will grow into like a, a tree that bears fruit? You know. Like just one little thing just do it. is all you yeah. need to do. But instead it's like, 
well, let's just wait four years and then reelect Trump and then maybe he'll fix things for us. Yes, yeah. It's like, or you could write. Then he didn't do it, so we'll wait another four years. It's all better. waiting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. it's all waiting. Everybody, all, like everybody's just waiting for something big to happen. I mean, my uh, my stepdad gave me that that uh, this idea too. He's like, you got to wait for the elections, the midterms to happen, so you can make a decision here. I'm like. Yeah. I can never wait for something to happen like that because it doesn't matter. Like those things don't like he's still in that boomer mindset where like if, if we just get elected, then the interest rates are going to go down. I'm like the interest rates could have tanked on a Trump, too, and they'd have their own excuses. It's like they're living right. this game in their head that these things matter. They don't. And these players make their own decision. Like, dude, Trump would have done the same thing under COVID. If we if if Biden was under did his COVID response that he did like Trump did. People would have been like, dude, Trump come in and save us from these COVID mandates. He was the one who implemented them at the very beginning too under his administration. So he didn't save us from anything. But I guarantee you if like the river flipped and it was like Biden first and then Trump came after, he would be on, I'll, I'll lift all these COVID mandates and everything. It's like, no, he was the one who instituted them. So he's going to run on the thing that yeah. you he thinks you want, but it's never going to, the, the result is going to be the same. So people waiting for something like big to happen in their life is, say, but that's how life goes though. It's like every single day feels like you're just moving along. You're just moving along. It's like, you're just moving to the end post. You're just, and you have some idea in your head. It's like, the, the way that things accelerate is when you, at least this is what I found in my life, and you have your mind like dreaming on something and you're like, I really want this to happen. I'm envisioning it. I can see the reality of it. And then you take small steps every day to get to that goal. And it's, but everybody wants it to be like, dude, we're doing today. I'm going to gonna jump out of this plane. And just every day, it's like, no, every day you just constantly move towards that one step at a time, one, you know, with the Pat life, we're trying to build that over there and the doing more podcasts and everything and just one subscriber at a time one you know like just right, it, yeah. building brick by brick and like it's not exciting stuff it's putting out the content it's these these videos seem like they take forever and like you know i'm doing the production and audio on that it's like it's so fun but it's it's it, there's a lot of work that goes into it to promote these things to get all the, these posts up and clips and everything it's like because we're kind of like starting something that's very new and that's exciting because like if you could take that and just do it every day then you see it compounding and it eventually it hits that momentum but we're not there yet we're pushing the rock up the hill yeah. that's how a lot of life is is just pushing the rock up the hill and then one day it happens it's like ah it goes crazy and then get back to pushing <laughs> the rock up the hill yeah eternally sisyphus yeah, that's funny about trump yeah is trump that you literally just described ai <laughs> like he's just taking yeah. the input of like what's out there and just regurgitating like what you want to hear yes you know What's yeah gonna, what's gonna wow. put him in power what's gonna make it like him success you know trump, is trump is ai, AI trump confirmed AI. <laughs> confirmed right now confirmed. On the podcast. yeah <laughs> you heard it here he did 9-11 and he's, he's AI. <laughs> a lot of a lot of breaking news yeah well that's funny because like and then too like about trump or whatever we don't have to turn this all about him but just quick like no. i saw this thing on gab where this guy was like because there's like a uh, just another one of those, like, oh, look how horrible this this drag show is. All these kids at these drag show, you know, and everyone's, you know, so boring. Fear, fear spiraling and anger squirting about. I'm it right so now, tired you know? of it. But so this guy commented, you know, post posted the video, right? So he's spreading the video around even more. Well, I makes this yeah, post that's I see this like, uh, 
you know, of course this happens under Biden, or commie Biden. You know, he's not going to do anything about this. It's and I started fat. commenting. I started typing out. Thank you. Know, you. Um, I do this shit all the time. Well, uh, well hear me out. Because I'm going I'm to. No, I, I am. Yeah. I started typing Ooh, out, oh, okay. you know, like, uh, yeah, well, Trump didn't do anything to stop this either. And then, I, like, as I went to click send, I'm like, but I'm just doing what he's doing. So I literally just stopped myself. I'm like, okay, just whatever, delete comment, move on. Because me Good. saying that That's is a... the same thing. It's like, well, then I'm just complaining Dude. about Trump not doing anything. I, this guy's complaining I about know. Biden not doing anything. The next person is like, well, it's all started because of Obama. That's <laughs> like, yeah, at, if Obama was day, in like, here. We're just complaining. Like, and I'm complaining I about know. your guy, and you're complaining about their guy, and this. And then it's just this That's how I feel with a lot of, of politics. Just, like, complaints and anger and fear. And isn't it old? Are people getting on? tired of this Shouldn't shit? We just move on. Yeah. Just, okay, well, what I'm going to do instead is like go post something good, true, and beautiful. <laughs> like said, there's gonna, gonna be like little, little it's rare now for someone else like that's good you know instead of complaining yeah. instead of joining in and making an, a, a debate or an argument you know and it's like yeah it's true but like does it help <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i mean it might wake them up a little bit it probably won't It'll probably just probably say. won't though there a lot of those people <laughs> a lot of those people have like an idea in their head that's so overgrown and that they can't get it rid of that they want like and i, I mean i'm not immune to that too like i have some stuff like you know, we have this idea of and it could be good that you have an idea of uh, overgrowth like that. But those are like rotten ideas that are have just like stuck in the mind. That's like, they're like, like, because if people are like, uh, you know, you shouldn't go do all this farming stuff and buy a fridge and try to do. All, I'm like that. But that my that idea is so well established in my mind that I'll almost fight for that because like I just it's become so overgrown. It could be good in in both ways too but you want to have something that's like that but you don't want to, like if you don't have anything like that then your mind's going insane like you don't you have no direction like you're just like uh like you need some kind of thing to just like grow and grasp like as a concept and a thought but they're like so into that like toxic uh that politics matter and that's their like ethos of like what their their mind is telling them like this overgrowth of vision and won't be unrooted unless like something major happens in their life but I mean, it's not going to be some commenter on Twitter that's going to yeah. convince them. It's to be like their own revelations that they have. Uh, yeah, because like that's the thing. And that's I, man, I tried, dude. I had this troll the other day on this like Little Mermaid post that I had that was like obviously hilarious. It was a funny post. I I, I don't care about it. Like I'm not putting my energy there, but I just think it's funny. Like I think you can laugh along to stuff. It's going per like terrible. If you don't laugh, then everything kind of looks just. Uh, I don't know. It looks like depressing. So you got to laugh along with some stuff. I don't I don't I don't think you should go too hard. Like it shouldn't be like your whole life to laugh along, but cuz then you're feeding it, but just a couple quips here. I have enough serious stuff that I'm like doing with uh the pet life and um just uh Bertaria stuff and even build it like making music for people that are that's positive and mixing and I'm doing a lot of stuff with uh bears and producing music now, so I'm I'm really busy, so I don't have time to like sit and bitch about everything because like that's the thing is like if you're too busy crushing you don't have time to sit and bitch about biden trump like th that's a luxury that you have to even care about that yeah. stuff you should be caring about a lot more things that are in your control yeah. and if your life's that out of control where you have to care about those things it's, uh speaks more onto your uh, inability to produce and ha like keep your mind free of those things because i'm too focused on the sh like, just keep i'm stressed about keeping my deadlines with like my bear friends and work and then also just like 
doing extra podcasts and de- developing that. And dude, you should be so busy. You shouldn't worry about this stuff. But regardless, it's funny to laugh along with. But this troll was like, I thought there'd be common ground with him because he seemed kind of respectful at times when he's commenting. And I'm going back and forth with him. My wife's like, why the hell are you arguing with some random guy online? I'm like, I don't know. I think he's like, <laughs> he's kind of gets it. He's got a family. And like, I think I can tr- like change his mind a little bit. And if I'm just respectful, and I'm nice to this guy. He's going to be really nice to me back. And dude, fucking no, dude. He just got yeah. shittier and shittier through the comments. And I was like, eventually I blocked him because I'm like, I, I need to not see you here for a while just to get get the fuck out of here. Because like, I'm just sitting here then like defending myself. And I think like, there's hope for him. It's obviously lost. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't care about it. It's I, like if, 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 if no, the troll no, is okay. like, you can tell he's kind of seeking answers he's seeking truth he's seeking some kind of help in his life right with like he's like he's searching for that revealing that revelation then like pursue it but and then it's hard to know what whether you, it is or not but sometimes it's just destruction they're just terrorists they're just they get you off can on te- destroying and, and tearing down they're not looking to build they're not looking to grow they're not looking to get better you know or do good i told yeah you could it's tell immediately to and the way you can tell too if like it's hard, but like it is, you sell like you can tell in their language that they use. So like this guy would write a paragraph arguing with me, and then yeah, they'd be good points, and like there'd be like some actual, there'd be some actual information there. And then all of a sudden, at the last sentence, he'd put like, "You must be a liar. You must don't lie to yourself." That's what he kept saying over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, everything you said was good up into the last sentence. You're being right, aggressive. You just and like, say a bunch of other that. stuff. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's like that's what it, they can't. They have their tells that they're fucking. They're like they're, they they have their opinion on you already. Like this guy was ready to fucking tear me a new one, and like I could tell every time he ended a sentence, and because like he didn't care what I had to say or my points, he just wanted to be correct. And you could tell by the end sentence, like you got to be kidding yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You're just living in a delusion. And I'm like he already, th- and I, I didn't do anything to say any of like what would suggest like that response, but like. He's almost arguing with a ghost. And a lot of people argue with like uh, straw mans that they've created for you and they don't want to actually listen to your opinion. They just want to argue with the uh, the straw man that they built up in the head of what you think. They're like, I know how you guys think. I, I've met some bears. You guys are, you guys mostly get it, but I understand the 10% that you don't get. I'm like, okay, but you don't know me. You just assume that I'm because I'm a bear, I have these beliefs and like, you don't know what I believe. So yeah. stop straw. Like I haven't said anything in my argument to dictate like what you believe so it's, it's weird dude but yeah <laughs> i digress that that was a stupid my point no, though no. is like sometimes people just like want to destroy and some people want to some people just want to get into arguments to get into arguments there's no yeah. there's no winning with them there's no and like they're you they tell you that there's no winning with them based on their languages like based on their there's some people who i actually respect who like like board game bear like we had disagreements and but like dude i'm like and he, he actually agreed with that commenter on some parts and then i deleted a comment and i reached out to him privately i'm like dude if you have you know if you disagree let me know and we can talk about it and like because like i respect your opinion a lot more than this troll and i want to see where like we find common ground and like also like what your perspective is i know he's intelligent i know he's got like a you know a good heart and he's got like he's not a troll and like this is someone like i can actually learn from and i have actual questions about this topic for him and then we went back and forth and uh we found some I, I think I found his under. I I try to understand his perspective a little bit better. So, of like where he's coming from. But yep. regardless, when I had that like, problem everybody's with, like, on their uh, different path. My family, 
But I'm not going to get specific, but I have family members that will come after me. You know, at first it was because I was like libertarian and ANCAP, you know, and political. We'd get in these debates and arguments and it'd be like kind of insulting and kind of mean and just crazy. And it's like, you're doing this publicly on my social media profiles so that this can be seen. Like you have my cell phone number. (laughs) We could be texting this. We could be talking about this. You're deliberately doing this on purpose. And now it happens even more that I'm a Christian because my family's not really Christian. So, like, they'll come into my comments and, like, start these debates and arguments. It's like, if you were genuinely, authentically, you know, and their excuse will be like, well, I just, I would just want to ask questions. Well, I'm just, I just want to know what you think about this. I just, you know, I want to get your response. It's like, if that was true, you would have texted me. You would have called me. You wouldn't have yeah. got on my profile and, like, caused a scene, you know, and, like, started a, a debate with all these other people my fans or friends or you know family fellow family members you know so like that intention's like pretty clear like your intention isn't unauthentic yeah. like well i just want to know your opinion because like you would have texted me <laughs> you would have dm yeah. me you know you wouldn't have been snarky and weird and manipulative in my like public comment section you know and that's like that's it's just, always that way though it's like that way yeah. in general like that like board game bear and you handle it right like that where you're just like hey like can we just privately talk about this you know, as Christians were called. To yeah, that. yeah. Like well, it's like, I don't think he was. Christian, you're supposed to go to them in private. It's pretty clearly laid out by Jesus in red letters, you know? Like, yeah. go to him in private and solve yeah, the issue. Totally. You know, and if that doesn't work, you and well, a few like, other what's the other... Christians yeah. go to that person privately. <laughs> and, you know, it's like all about going to them privately and like having this discussion instead of just like in the public square, in front of the whole church, in front of his family. You know, it's like yeah, there's times for that. Yeah, and there's... like try to make things right, try to change his opinion or his behavior in the right way for the right reasons. You know, and that usually doesn't happen when you're just like starting a debate <laughs> in a comment section or I know, yeah, a debate and a friend. No, but I like to party or in a party setting. Or but something, then they become, know? yeah. Yeah, and then they become, like, kind of ruthless. Like, I've done that to some people. I've continued stuff in DMs, and then they just become so gamma so fast. Like, they almost hold a front of being nice in front of people, and then they just spiral. Like, because, like, you're like, dude, I, let's talk about it in person. They're like, you're a piece of shit, and I fuck. I'm like, oh, okay. So it wasn't any – that's when they really expose themselves. Like, they don't even try to be, like, cordial in private DMs because they think, like, oh, now that no one's looking, I could be an absolute asshole. I've had that happen to you where I've been like, dude, I'll just DM this person. It'll be totally cool. I'm like way too trusting of people where I think that they're they have good intentions, and I forget like I forget right. that some people just don't give shit, man. Yeah. I, the, <laughs> especially with good. this, and that's the thing that <laughs> you were saying good. earlier with like, yeah, yeah, they're not. Some of them aren't, but uh, there's a lot of good people out there. I think we found yeah. a lot of them. I think a lot yeah. of them resonate with this community, and I'm 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 like I'm like spoiled with my with the community that we're in because yeah. like. I go outside of it sometimes, like what? Get, uh, what is this? It's like cancerous out to you. It's, it's like weird because like you want to be sheltered a little bit from the uh, terrible internet culture, and then at the same time you're like, dude, this is a disgusting place outside of this community. So, um, just a lot of people who just want to. It, it's not even like their opinions on things; it's how they deal with their opinions that is frustrating. It's never like out of a place of uh, understanding or developing. It's it's mostly just really shitty people but uh i don't know that's a, that's a, another way i describe the baritaria times fest too is like there's just no shitty people there there was no one who's like i just hate it and like <laughs> it's like being at a party with where everybody's everybody's cool like I'm, there's so many places you go i bet that like you just hate yeah. some guy there and that ruins your night 
like who i didn't hate one person at that fest i was just like there's no gammas like hanging around just yeah. being gammas it was a weird it was like hanging with like a bunch of friends like but who could ever say that they could hang with like a hundred to two hundred friends at a time that's like insane yeah. Yeah. normally even in small friends groups you're like Fuck, i hate that one guy they always bring like, like, like he's like part of the friend group but i hate him and it's gonna have that you know yeah church sometimes you kind of, some people go to church kind of expect it to be the same is not you know what i mean like a church yeah. you kind of expect that not to happen but it does like even there oh i know yeah and even oh, like totally. if there are yeah, gammas at Bearfest, just... they're like trying not to be they're like i've been a gamma my whole yeah. life so i'm gonna like try to overcome it by being a bear you know so yeah maybe. they might be yeah, a gamma maybe. but are they acting like one are they embracing that lifestyle are they trying to overcome it like yeah <laughs> you know i haven't seen anybody who was a gamma there so i mean there could have been lurking but and i guess they would be people who just lurked in the background and just tweeted on their phone how they were miserable there so i guess i wouldn't have ran into them but yeah i i guess the, the church thing too it's like there's some people who are really cool at church there's other people who are very self-righteous it's like it definitely doesn't bring you think the church should bring a bunch of people in who are just godly and there's some people who just go there though for um you know the free food and just the free community right, that comes yeah. with it so they they they're leeches off of the uh the community that people build and there's i mean that's how i'm assuming the bear's gonna hit that point though too where it's like you grow this is a talk that i had too it's like you grow so much it almost seems inevitable that you have leeches that um leech from the system if you think about a fruit too a fruit grows too uh big and bears too much fruit and it's too productive it's too productive then it invites in uh this kind of something to leech from it to reduces overproduction and so that it yeah. becomes balanced so like you can't just get an overabundance of uh, everything all the time you'll have that maybe in the first stages but it, eventually there will be things that unless uh, then you can kill them on the you can ban them and swing the ban hammer on the front end or you can swing the ban hammer at the ba back end but there at some point there's gonna be a ban hammer that gets swung yeah. <laughs> um you know like that's how society works like whether you take the, the vaccine or you yeah. kill Right, it's like you take the vaccine that's not tested, and you get you know sudden adult. Uh, well, sh I don't want to get this thing flagged. Ah, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to be nice with these podcasts and not make them super outrageous. Sorry, no, you know, I, I like do people, respect people, people like, like you... do the experiment thing that everyone seems to be doing, and then yes, they like die thing. of suddenly. Yeah, and it's just really weird. You know, die of suddenly. That's it. That yeah, they die of suddenly, and then all they of a sudden, of mysteriously uh, they... and suddenly and unexpected. And you, you have know? to weigh out like is. Is that worse than someone being like, let me just directly Guess kill that. a bunch of shitty people? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like a lot of people would argue like, dude, if you're just killing people, uh, that's super shitty. But then if you distribute that, but if you can go around that by just saying, oh, well, we needed to feed you an experimental vaccine and kill you accidentally. That's even worse to me because like, at least the other one you were directing me killed for your, uh, your, you know, sins and things. Like if you look at the Christian, like Christian, you know, crusades and stuff where they just you know killed the sinners or whatever i don't know so <laughs> it's like like <laughs> yeah yeah, so yeah exactly like, yeah yeah there's no it was so yet. direct but it was also like do you but do you cut the weeds early or do you cut the weeds when they become a problem like dude i don't know it's like i don't want to argue for that because that's not my i'm i'm not god i can't make those judgment calls but like right. when you look at it it's like those things will end up like okay this this um you know do you ban the technology to like to stop aging because that's like a post that i just read that was like tripping me out it's like now they've come up with a way to stop aging and it's like those all those implement all those implement like implications that come from that technology 
won't be seen for like 30 years, but it's going to be hell. And it's like when it does get seen because it's so ungodly to want to stop time. Uh, so like when you go to those, those lengths of being ungodly or like when you just create like uh, uh, all these like disgusting breeds of like animals and humans and these chimeras and stuff, which is going to happen soon. I mean, I don't think Alex Jones is too far, far off by saying that that's a realistic thing they already have. Um, I know that they already have all those things. And uh, I mean, you could study this as what high school chemistry they were telling us this stuff and uh, our high, high school biology when we were studying, you know, genetic uh, manipulation. But it's like, I don't know, do you cut that off like at the very start of that life or do you cut it off like when it's become a problem like in 30 years when like the insan the insanity that ensues because that technology has been alive for like 30 to 40 years and they've been having offspring that's like dude I don't, it's it's a weird thought rabbit hole to go down but i've gone that like this is i don't know i'm just telling you my my insane thoughts that i have all, every day when i'm just zoning out and i'm just you ever yeah. get that where you're just like you're just zoned out you like play out scenarios in your head that's like the man thing to do oh, yeah. i think there's some funny memes you're podcasting like, to what is he thinking about it own head. yeah <laughs> yeah it's pretty pretty much 24 7 i'm like what would go on if i had to fight a bear right now the that's, audience of one that was one of woodshop bears <laughs> recorded yeah, in my yeah. Thoughts. yeah well i think what's so funny though is like when you do podcasts like this you find out how yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's funny when you do stuff like this is like how many people have the same thoughts you know and the same like rationale i think that's where people find a sense of comfort in these things where it's like you'll hear owen talk about saying uh rants like about his like i don't know just like insane stuff that you think no one else has thought about and i'm like dude i thought about that like yesterday that tripped yeah. me out that you're thinking same, about that yeah. same line of thought about these things so and especially what happens to like public figures too i mean the whole andrew tate was hilarious to watch go down but uh i don't know if you want to talk about that but uh that kind of like uh his his whole rise to fame and quick uh being banned and it's it, it's so cheesy it's like a cheesy yeah, story that was great. very very crafted I, I, it's it seemed <laughs> fake yeah it's it's yeah. it's it's just it's like space it just comes up and it's gone i like how uh, alex the funny said thing is like um, I'm like do you know about sneeko i think yeah said, dude yeah, of yeah. course so like sne- i think andrew tate was a manufactured thing right a fake thing he's maybe kind of real but then like influenced and pressured and kind of like groomed to be a certain way and then like pushed out into the public to like do a certain role yes to accomplish a certain task yeah and then Sneeko's kind of like to me at least so far from what i've seen of him could be wrong he could easily be wrong prove me wrong if so but Sneeko seems like what yeah. they were trying to do he like authentically is that and that doesn't mean he's a good yes. person that doesn't yeah. mean i agree with everything he says or whatever but it seems like they tried to do this thing and like they manufactured it and groomed it and put it out there and that was like that what you're saying like it's unnatural almost and it's called andrew tate and then sneeko was like the real deal that came along and like was actually doing that authentically like he was the natural thing yes and now they have this two i didn't put those two together thing and it's like this unnatural fake manufactured thing versus like this authentic real kind of rock movement kind of thing you know I think that happens a lot. Like, dude, come I'm up glad with, you like. like guy, I'm like, glad you like Sneeko. Yeah. I mean, so far, I mean, or at least you listen to it. Right? It's like a little, you know, degenerate and stuff or whatever, See, or not like the best. It is <laughs> morality, with, but like, yeah, no, it's not best optics also right not there. Like yeah, super harmful at least yet. You know, I don't think he's leading people astray too far, too much, too, you know, yet. But no, anyone on the right of, yeah. And if he no, became I mean, based in Christian, I, think, uh, I mean, it'd be over. 
<laughs> he's got talent. It know? would he's be. I don't know where's where's his. Well, he's he's got talent of like uh, video production too, and like media, yeah. and he's also a good speaker, which really helps. Yeah, he's um, funny. He's like, but he's yeah, like Sneeko. Like oh, this way, man, and you like could tell. Way, you know. Yeah. He's like from the yeah, No, but he's he's got. Like I've seen his brainiac or whatever. I've seen his like documentary. I've seen his documentaries and everything, and it's uh it's really cool what he's able to do artistically. Because I think uh, there's this whole meme where it's like the, our, uh, the the right meme is the thing, or the left can't meme, and then the other thing from the right are uh, on the left side of the spectrum is that the right can't create art. They can't. Uh, that's what yeah. Anthony Fantano said or something. And he's like, these people suck it because they see people and they they do straw man a lot of people who are on the right by putting out stuff like uh. I forgot who that oh man it's gonna kill me i forgot who that one big rapper guy is you probably know him but he's like that typical cringe white conspiracy guy who just clearly is a brand but uh i don't know the name is off the top of my head but there's there's a couple of them and the idea though is that that the right can't make art and i think that's quickly being proven wrong with Sneeko and uh, a bunch of people that who are like artistically minded but he's kind of deviated from his art side and gone more into the podcaster uh Nick Fuentes like stand in front of a camera and outrageous statements that are clippable and just yeah. get the uh get the audience going. So but you're right though, in a way that Sneeko was the actual representation of Andrew Tate in, in an authentic McDonald? way. Because Tom McDonald, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Jedi yeah. in the chat. That's the guy Tom who's like McDonald, the cringy yeah. like straw man of what 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 yeah, what right wing people or what left wing think that right-wing people's art is like that's what oh that's what we've revered yeah. art aside i'm like no there's there's a lot of people creating art and there's going to be a lot more that are coming to the right side and that are doing good work um and he was i think sneeko is going to be one of them holy i hope he doesn't get into the trap of trying to be nick fuentes co clone too because that would suck i see him with nick, nick fuentes a lot and uh yeah. those things like give bad vibes because like dude nick fuentes like Blaming the Jews on all of his problems is pretty retarded. And I think anybody who thinks that that's the ultimate red pill. I saw a clip that said, like, he was with him and Sneeko, and it was like, that's the ultimate red pill that you could that you could ever take that, you know, that just Jews run the world. That's it. Mic drop. Jews run the world. And you'll never get away from that. I'm like, that is not the mic drop. The mic drop is, like, evil runs the world, and you have to, like, navigate through evil, and you have to be good. It's like, there's no good... There's no all Jews collectively are just destroying your life. It's stupid to think like that, but the fact that he's trying to influence Sneeko into thinking that, you know, that mindset, and he's like, oh yeah, it's that's pretty, it's pretty crazy. I'll go look into that. I'm like, there's stuff to go down that rabbit hole, but it's not enough where you want to just think that that's the final, that's the final pill you have to take. Is that everything is someone? Else. My problems are caused by other people because that's right, I think yeah. the inherent issue is victimhood. Is just that you don't it's not your fault it's someone else's fault they right. did it to me yeah. it's your fault it's, uh, and you can easily make it better if you wanted to the jq is interesting because it's like um in a secular mindset it's that it's like the this group is the cause of all my problems therefore my what i'm just gonna do is sink into just despair and anger and fear <laughs> be unproductive not have to yeah. you know do bad don't care don't don't improve my life you know demoralized to, to the point of like just submission and self-destruction and in a secular mindset if you have this like oh well the jays are the cause of all these problems or whatever 
Well, like, but then what's causing that? And you would say, well, they're the part of the synagogue of Satan. They're Satan's minions. Okay, well, really then the enemy is Satan. And even then, let's yes. say that. So you're a biblical-minded person. You believe there's, sa there's Satan. You believe there's evil. And the Jays are like, whatever, the, the highest puppet masters of evil. Like, if that's even true, let's say, well, whatever, that's what you believe. At the end of the day, Satan's, even Satan, the most highest powerful person in this like pyramid of evil, still has no power over you that you don't give him. He has no power yeah. over you that you don't choose to give to him. So like this whole like, oh, the Jays are mean and evil and causing all my problems and or Satan is mean and evil and causing all my problems. No, <laughs> simply no. Yeah. It's not true on a secular sense. It's not true on a, on a biblical sense, you know, on a righteous sense. You are causing it. You are choosing to participate in evil. Evil has no power yes. over you that you don't choose to give it. Evil has no power against a man who lives by and for God, who seeks righteousness in all the ways, you know? Like zero. He can try. He will try. <laughs> the more righteous yeah, you no, are, he will try yeah. even harder. Yeah. But as long as you are like one with God, your eyes are fixated on eternity, you're loving and serving your Lord, like there is no power over you. Evil has no, you are no yeah. longer a slave to sin. You know what I mean? So right. like, it's just wrong. It's wrong in a secular sense. It's wrong on a, on a, like on a spiritual sense. But like, it is also kind of right. Right. You know, it's like, because you can point out these problems. I did a stream recently. Yeah. About, you like, can, feminism. you should be able to see that. Yeah. You should be able to see that they have an in proportionate amount of influence on society. That's what you should be able to say. I just confidently say on a, on anything that you should say that they have, they have established roots here that are purposely, uh, let's see, just confiscate, uh, not uh, just con it's like, it's behind the scenes is what the, the word is. I don't know what the, the I think it of a word, but uh, there's, it's just purposely shadowed is what, what it is. It's like, they don't want to admit that they have the power that they do. And that's what the problem is. If everybody was more transparent about it and just like, oh yeah, America is ruled by these people. They do have high seats in these corporations. This corporation is inherently controlled by these people that's fine that's but you have to be able to at least admit that and some people can't even admit that i posted that clip of i don't know what his name is i don't i'm losing all these people's names i'm too busy with life dude and like that's I, i'm glad i'm getting that's that good. way like two years yeah, ago good. i'd be like every way yeah every way i'd be like so busy with like following all these people that i'd be like i know everybody's name i know every i could follow everybody and it's like at this point i'm too busy worried about the bears names and that's another reason i want to get into podcasting too is not to just constantly drone about the jews or about uh flat earth or about antarctica and all those things even the gravy stuff that i like i feel like it's unproductive i just want to like shout out businesses and be yeah. productive to uh and just help people yeah, grow people, their business people, yeah encourage and, people yeah and promote good true right. and beautiful promote morality promote righteousness like be good be a small yeah it's small little seed that's planted of good that's right for the more i just sit yeah. Yeah, the more I sit and just uh, try to discuss a bunch of things that I can't control and that I can't help, whereas it's it's ignoring. It's like, do people bitch about music being so bad? I'm like, dude, you listen to it. You made it go viral. Your society made it go viral. Like, um, it's not the music's fault. <laughs> yeah, Musician, like, it's not that. Well, people blame labels. They say, well, the label, the labels aren't choosing the based musicians who are just understand jazz theory and all these things. That's why the labels need to be destroyed. It's like almost like the small 
victim mentality of like the Jewish question too. It's like, dude, like if the labels were down, I would be controlling it. I'm like, well, you would lose a lot of money because no one would listen to your right. songs. Yeah, yeah. Your songs <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. sell well because the yeah, society that you're in. <laughs> yeah, and that's what these people are. They, they are a reflection of what we want. And we as a society don't want something very good, true, and beautiful right now. And it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow, but neither do a lot of people who listen to this podcast or a lot of the other podcasts that I'm doing are. They're not on that wavelength that they even want to see people like me and Pat and like all these other people go around to the bears and interview them for their gravy and to promote their businesses they're like why don't people support local businesses but i'm gonna bitch about tate and i'm gonna bitch, that's what i want to do my podcast on and that's what i want to do my like but they don't want to go around and talk about tippy canoe herbs or like you know lisa Feynman talking about and like uh these these other people who are doing great work on this insane gravy train like i could give you five ten they're all on pat life podcast right now like and all these topics don't revolve around the beast. They revolve around spirituality. And, you know, I guess I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I bring a lot of this stuff up because I think it's interesting. But at the same oh, time, yeah. like at the end of the day, like we need to develop. And this is a little bit of hypocritical, but I'm trying to move towards. I'm trying to acknowledge that, like, I'm not doing what the idealistic thing is. And the idealistic thing isn't to sit and talk about Tate, to sit and talk about, you know, all these current events. And they're exciting because they can rally around people. But if we have enough people who are interested, it, we need to move shift the paradigm to be why are we so interested in these people we should be interested in our own communities and no one is right now and like hopefully as a podcast we can bring light to these talking points and get inside jokes and it, it comes from like inside jokes it comes from communication it comes from people yeah. acknowledging it and dude i'm willing to make songs like my idea that i had before coming on this podcast he was like i'm going to reach out to some local community uh bears and see if they want their business shouted out on a song and just make songs about like the local community and their businesses and Cause that's the stuff that's gonna like it's not gonna be popular like i could release a song about tate and i have it in the in the chamber ready to go it's like you know like right ready to blast <laughs> off a shot of tape but like musically speaking but yeah. like and it's good it's it's a good song and I, I might release it but my point though is that's not going to move the needle forward that's just going to be a mover needle sideways or backwards like it's not really gonna push us ahead as a like as a bear community in a society. It's like those things don't do anything to the cause. Like they just are like you said. They're just bitching on a comment section. It's bitching about something you can't control. They're making plans. They're making moves, and we're bitching about the moves. It's right. like in an odd way, a lot of the bear community when they bitch about uh, you know, these these big figures, like they attract that bitchy energy, and like that's gotta go. Because I think that's a that's why there's probably a lot of gammas that are that hang around the bears too. Is like they liked that owen was my i've had this thought for, for a, a little bit now but they liked that owen was tearing down joe rogan they liked that owen was tearing down these people and while owen was doing it out of a you know a good heart and that he was trying to see the idols for what they were and how they were and i totally agree with that i think gammas what they did is they took those philosophies of like being you know tearing these things down and they said i could tear down anyone it's just funny when anybody gets teared down and then you attract this gamma mentality where i they want to just tear down all the time and and owen's like no you can't tear down us you can't down the tear down the good true and beautiful don't just tear down to tear down and that's where you have to pull pump the brakes sometimes you got to be like no you're destroying good now you're like you got to yeah. stop like there's some like lines you can't cross where it's like you can't just troll everybody and make a joke about everything but um I don't know. I guess, I guess my point though here is just no victim mentality. Spend your time building. If it's not being spent building, it's being spent destroying. Even though you think yeah. you're uh, like, I'm destroying the system. No, you're just, you're moving backwards. You're not, 
actively building something you're just you're destroying and if you're destroying a system you're still destroying it. even if it's a bad system you still have to be building something that's better than it and that i'll stand by that every day and yeah. here's the thing yeah. i might still make stupid posts and i might still make stupid songs and i understand and acknowledge that those aren't the best use of my time but they're hilarious and they bring some people joy enjoyment and they also get people like you also got to have the stuff too it's a fine balance like we're this is the whole thing with you know sum up this whole podcast it's about balance right if i go out there and i put out only good true and beautiful i don't attract anybody who cares about the or who are in the satan world then i'm only resonating with my community locally and i'm not getting those extra followers from these stupid posts that i make when i make a stupid post about tate or whatever it's gonna go way more viral than it is about you know my local community that doesn't have a following so that's why people should be doing it so they, they can re reach more people and have a topic that interests everybody at the at the mass level and then you got to slowly start bringing down the pipeline of like no bertari is the way to go so start big reel them in start you know uh giving them the, the content the gravy that's actually going to contribute to their life and providing them with solutions too and getting a balance of that where you you're able to participate somewhat in the bitchiness and then realizing what it is and then kind of bringing it back into dude Bertari times festival's coming up though you know you should be there yeah. next year but <laughs> love it i love it dude yeah yeah i was gonna say man that was great uh <laughs> but i was gonna say and kind of going back to the thing about the jays but then also what, kind of what you're talking about too is like I did a stream recently about like the MGTOW thing and like feminism. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the MGTOWs are like correct in their complaints. And it almost like, and kind of what you're saying, like someone does need to complain. You need to point out some, we need somebody to point out the problem, right? Like there is a problem pointed out. We need yeah. people to do that. You need people to complain, but if you stay there, nothing's yes. being solved. So yes, like there is a right. time and place for complaints. Yes, there is a time and place to mock and criticize and reveal, you know, like like what's what's really going on or the evils that are being perpetrated. But like you can't just sit there. You can't stop there. You have to eventually yes. go on to build alternatives, grow, thrive anyways, you know. Like these MGTOWs are like, look at all look at how bad women are have become. Look at how bad feminism is and the consequences. And it's like, well, then what's your solution? To just sit there and complain and do nothing and not ever do anything right. with women? Or do you have this mentality of like, okay, feminism has made women bad, you know? Well, how can I be a solution to that problem? How can I fix women? How can I inspire women to not do that? How can I educate women to not buy into these like false wrong ideologies or whatever? You know, it's never this mentality of like, okay, women are broken. How do we fix them? And it's also like when it comes to men too, women complaining about how horrible men are because fact, like men have become so lost and broken, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But like, no, it's true. What has yeah. been lost can be re re reclaimed, right? Refound. What has been broken can be rebuilt. So yeah, men are lost and broken. Can we rebuild them? Can we reclaim what's been lost? Like, and that should be the mentality yeah. is not women complaining about, oh, there's no good men anymore. Well, like, what are you doing about it? Are you being a good woman that's going to inspire those men? Yeah. Are you going to, like, try to educate and help them to become better men, better leaders? And then men, like, are you going to, like, just point your finger at women and call them, you know, sluts and stupid and just not do anything for the rest of your life? Or are you going to try to go find a woman and, like, make her a, a great woman? 
try to make a, 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 yeah. a good wife out of her that will have children and you can raise a happy healthy family together you know or just do good true beautiful things even as like a friend you know or as a sister of yours or something so it's always like this like pointing yeah. your finger and complaining it is necessary there is a time and place for that someone has to point out the problems but you have right. to then start brainstorming and taking action on like solutions to the problem you know so I think that's a lot of yeah. like there is a purpose for like a Nick Fuentes but also like come on man you like it's been a few years you're established oh you're yeah it is excuse that he's... you do but like now it's time to build and grow bro you have an audience you're good at what you do let's get on with like solving these problems but instead it's just I know this, and like, then he's I'm like stay and complain and make money <laughs> and I have know. fun it's like okay well good good for you man well, he's we like I'm I'm a point out the problems but we also do need you to like get on with having being a part of the solution to these problems as well which is the bear and i know he jokes about like owen complains about the problems he also comes up with solutions to the problems you know sorry yeah yeah well that's becoming no that's becoming more rare too that people can i think that's a differentiator between like if i want to hang with you online is like if are if are you still like do you have your own business you solve your own problems you want to be involved with people who do or do you just want to sit there and complain online it's like if you're one of the and i feel like 80 to 90% of the people fall into the category of I just want to sit and complain online yeah. and just rant about my life online. And I don't resonate <laughs> yeah. with those people, but it's like, do, do your own thing. But if you're the 10% like that want to do something, just you come hang. Cause like, I think everybody would invite you with open arms to the bears. And that's, you know, that's, but the whole make, t I mean, the Nick Fuentes thing is hilarious too. Cause like, he's like, Oh, I'm so, I'm so mysterious. And I know he does it under this whole po post irony thing or the, He's like the definition of post-ironic. They did that whole thing yeah. with Sam Hyde, and I don't know if you saw that, but yeah. no, it's like where they define what post-ironic is. I, th I forgot who who did that YouTube video. It was very cringy, but um, uh, iDubs. <laughs> dude, how was that Sam Hyde fight? Did you watch that? I watched that, dude. So good. I saw the clips and the- This whole meme memes, about- you know, No, in real oh, life. No, so in real life. <laughs> no, in real life. <laughs> Did you see no! the thing I posted on uh, in real life. the Bear Target Times oh app was like, Hi friend, I want you to have a good and successful life. And it's like, on the internet? No, in real life. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to crush and be legendary. Uh, was, as a person on the internet? Yeah, no, no in real life. Real life. <laughs> Those real good memes that came out of that. It's yeah. just, uh, dude, that's, you know what's crazy? But I'm gonna have a different direction. I totally agree with your MGTOW stuff, but I, I, I think I would just be reiterating what you said. But, but the Sam Hyde stuff that came from that is like there's this mentality of like, I wish that like the right and left would just kind of just get box, boxing gloves and the men would just go out and punch each other in the face. It was so gratifying to see, like it's that. I, I, I would love to see Hassan like Piker. It's just like happening. I know. Like, people beef and, like, on the, the internet, and they're like, "What's like like, 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 Do it. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like it's like happening. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny, but it's like also like so. Dude. It's like you could say, it, and Tate has a point when it comes to that. I don't. Again, we're, we talk. We're done with Tate. Okay, cool. But Tate does have a point when he says like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say rhetorically if you can't get into the uh, to, into the boxing matches and just throw some punches. And like, I think that's what we're seeing is like the people who are going to come out. We're going to realize that words don't mean a lot if you can if you can't take a punch. And it's like I can't take a punch right now, and I'm a little bitch. But like, dude, at some point, like you get Sam Hyde up there, like, and it motivates me to like want to work out and become a better person too. Like, just yeah. to be able to defend myself, like in like the ring, like 
and it's like a weird primal like response to like that because uh, like obviously that shouldn't be the way where I want to feel like that it should be like no our, our intellect should be very superior we should be able to run through our arguments alone with our mind it's like but then you go to someone like Sam Hyder's like no I'll fucking fight ya I'm the candy man and it's like it just gets you pumped and it makes you proud of like your people it's like yeah we're gonna go in there we're gonna destroy a sound biker it's like it's like as a as a community, it's like that resonates more with people, and it's it's hard for leftists to be like, oh, well, we're winning because like we have the intellectual arguments, like we have Sam Hyde, bro. we got Sam Hyde in the background, like coming out there with the fists, man, fist of fury. That's that was legendary that what he did, and the fact that I was so blown away that I led him on that stage based on his past, and like it's like Owen going on like Sienna. Like, in my opinion, like, that's how big it was and how, like, of a band fit he is and how he's, like, on Gumroad and stuff like that. And, like, how no one knows him anymore. He's, like, you know, MD, MDE live, or life, like, it's insane. But I thought that was a really, I see stuff. Yeah, I know you're on TikTok, so you see a lot of those, like, memes of us, uh, Hassan Piker getting called out, probably. Yeah. But, dude, I find, I find your comments wherever they are, man. I will find yeah, you. How do you do that? I will find you. <laughs> I literally am like shocked. I'm like, how did you? That, that was such a random video. Dude, like, <laughs> it, you could probably see my, t I have like set top comments, like the top like videos on TikTok with over 2 million views. I just comment super early. That's the key. Like you always want to be the first one to comment. I can immediately tell a viral video and I will comment on it. Just like something stupid. Like that's very obvious about the video. I'll just be like, it's like I want to be top. So like, I'll just like, and I can immediately tell the algorithm is going to love that video. It'll be funny. It'll involve something like older people or maybe like, it'll be like super cutie. Like there's something like adorable about it, but then also like progressively funny. And that's like the perfect recipe for TikTok. It's like, where it's like not super obscene, but it's also like not squeaky clean either. It's like, it's like a good balance of like edgy humor and also like, um, I don't know, like also something that's wholesome too. So. That's how I, I do it. And then sometimes it's the instincts, like how it's cut and stuff. You just know that something's going viral. But dude, if you haven't seen me on like, I have bears reach out to me on TikTok that have seen my comments like on number one spot on like viral videos. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. What's up? I don't know how to build my brand on TikTok though. I just, I don't want to post on it there a lot. So I should, but I don't. Maybe we'll do that with this. Maybe we can, uh, maybe more podcasting stuff. Just gonna, as if there isn't enough podcasts though out there and life you know so I, who wants to hear my young shit so they don't know me yet but they will i have a three-step plan i have a three-step plan for world domination yet oh. yet yeah. i've got my hustler university guys on it don't worry but this is something so I, I wrote i wrote to owen this one time and he didn't take the advice he appreciated the advice but obviously didn't take it but i was like because i i stopped cussing and on social media, I stopped being like super offensive and like really mean. And it's kind of almost by necessity because like I get I would get like warnings and strikes, you know. So I'm almost like towing the line where I'm yeah. like, okay, if I keep doing that, my accounts gonna get banned. So it actually makes you more yeah. creative when you don't cuss and when you don't you can't just go for like the nuclear weapon insult, curse word, super mean insult. It kind of inspires you to be more creative with your insults and with your criticisms and comments. And I was telling Owen I that was too. saying like, that on his podcast. Well, I was saying that with, I sent a letter like maybe a year or two ago where I was telling Owen that. I'm like, I quit cussing and I feel like it's made me funnier. When you have to find, when you like, you have yeah. to be more creative to find Dude, a replacement yes. for your cuss word. 
You know, it doesn't mean like an F-bomb is hilarious. The bananas thing is hilarious. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's taking your advice, whether whether you, whether you know it or not. In general, like, because he's talking yeah, whether about you, that, like, when, you're, when your arsenal is limited, it makes you, it forces you to be more creative. It forces you to think outside of the box. As a comedian, too, like, if you can't talk about a certain, because I think he talked about it when he was, like, traveling in the Middle East, where they're like, you can't make fun of the king, or you can't say a curse word, or you can't do this. It actually makes you creatively more funny. You're like, okay, how do I tell this joke without? And you now have to be more creative on, like, how to still get a laugh without just that instant, like, insert cuss word here or potty word here or something that everyone's just going to, like, by default laugh at. Um, so I think, like, when you're forced but to do more with less, it's better. And so, like, on TikTok or, like, Instagram, whenever you see my comments and stuff, it's kind of like a more creative thing because I'm not just cussing. I'm not just insulting. It's subtle. It's creative. It's twisting yeah. their phrase by, like back on itself, you know? So, yeah, I do find it more fun and probably a better result, you know? Well, I was I was saying that on uh, I was saying that on Owen's podcast with him, with with it with a lot of his stuff. Like I was saying, like curses, because we were talking about how we don't curse family, and I'm trying to get away from curses just because like, and same with the Paralyzed podcast, we're not doing curses either because I just I want it to be listenable by the kids, and it was kind of a deviated from the talk that uh, you know, the little pants versus anchor bear thing, and I I I hope you heard me on the podcast, I'm like swear on the kids, and like people were roasting me in the bit shoot section, like. This guy's playing a weird game where he doesn't want to curse, but like he also like understands that words shouldn't have power, and like words do have power. I'm like, I don't. I, my belief is that words don't inherently have power; they're given or by a society. But you can move, like you're saying, you can be creative and move that energy from that word to other words creatively. Like, like, and then the second thing I wanted to bring up is the way he did the bananas thing. Like you might as well throw a banana at him. I think he took right. your advice, but he didn't know he took your advice. Cause like that's not calling people aggressively like a name, but it's saying that same like emotion in a funny way. Where like you could say that about someone and it's like all of a sudden it's racial and it's all this other things and it's demeaning, but at the same time it's like not directly insulting them with vulgar language. And you could be more creative with your insults. And yeah, I think that's and I was saying and people were making fun of me in the chat, I think and telegram or something while i was saying that they're like oh fornicate you i'm like yeah say that like yeah, don't yeah. give the that's like funnier. you can be more you can that's fire bro yeah that's that's an awesome insult yeah no that's uh yeah exactly so i mean i think it was it's funnier when you say it. like that's funnier to me like fornicate yourself like if someone said that to me i'd be like immediately laughter that'd be funnier yeah. than like it's like those ideas are inherently funnier because they're not expected and that's half of comedy is that when you go at something with the expected like uh thing it's 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 off-putting but if you put it like you're about to say a word and they switch it out with something else that's that's the definition of comedy it's like you set them up and the audience expects one thing you deviate from it i mean bo burnham's great at that too it's like a lot of times he'll get the the show going with just confusing the hell out of the audience yeah. members so, and I, I can't believe I was getting ripped on that for, I'm like, of all the things I said that day, they yelled at me for not saying like the, the J slur, which is weird. And then they yelled at me for like, not for thinking that cursing was inherently like pretty rudimentary and ineffective, which I think is true. I, I, I would argue that. And he's like, what a hypocrite because like he swears on some stuff. I think it's, 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 you can say it when you need to, and you should be able to say it and you should, it shouldn't be like some kind of uh 
like stigma, but it is, and you have to live within the society where it's a stigma. So you got to be creative, and with creativity brings, uh, you know, invention. So yeah, absolutely. It's like I say, I, I say agree with you on that one. Or J word, not only J-word. out of utility because okay, it helps me not get censored, right? But also, yeah. it is funnier. <laughs> it is inherently it's funnier. funnier. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and it's just like funnier to it say is. that. Roosh, Roosh right, it's more. Are you familiar with Roosh? Yeah, yeah. He went through a string of that where he like he would say the the word and get banned. So he's like, okay, well, I'll call him this. <laughs> I'll call him aliens. Okay, he gets banned. Okay, we'll call him bagels, bagel boss, or something. You know, it's like every like few months he's like, yeah. and then it became funny. It became a running joke on his show. Like now we're calling him. Yeah. And I think the thing was, it's like finally let's just do something so not associated with him that like it's it it turns it around. It's like now you guys are clearly racist for even assuming this. I think it was tractor. He started calling him tractors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like so funny. Yeah. And it was, and then when he's just saying like, oh. Early life history, of course, we got another tractor. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, like, it a tractor really appears, and it's out of necessity, but it's yeah. Also and the memes funny, that come out of that though are know? so funny because you have like the this uh, you have the Wikipedia. You go like you can make like a meme out of that really easily. You can't make a funny meme out of the other. I mean, you can, but it's like already overdone. But like it doesn't resonate with the community because it shows that other people get it who will listen to Rouge. So like you go and you type in early life photo and then you swap in a tractor with the uh right. you know early life thing and then oh of course it's tracked and then it becomes funny and like that's the meme that goes viral for that community because like you're able to speak to the community that listens to that podcast whereas like if you just said the other thing you're just kind of just hitting stuff that's already been said it's already been done yeah it allows you to and creativity does gr- allow you to grow your audience too and make it yeah. like inside jokes hilarious there's like a lot of the third of the bananas that I'm like, I don't, I don't think if you went to another podcast and said that anybody would know what the hell you're talking about, right, but yeah. it's like a, it's a wink to other bears that like, you get it. Like, you're like, ah, you know what I'm talking about here. It's like, we're not going to say those words, but you know what I'm talking about. So and everybody has that, man. Every society ha- has had that in the past. Well, yeah. Like you look about like, the grandpa, the, the grandparents says, uh, who's. Jenna in the chat said grabblers is the best one. My favorite was pomegranates. Yeah. Because like I think I, uh, at the time I was like two or two weeks behind on the streams, and then it's just like the bears were just exploding with pomegranate memes, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of was like, I don't know what this means yet, but it's gonna be hilarious great. when I catch up on the streams. And it was kind of like on purpose. Everyone was like being real secretive about it. I was like, this is gonna yeah. be funny, you know. And so of course you find out, and you're like, yeah, that is hilarious, you know. <laughs> yeah, like the pomegranate. Like, I'm, I'm, th- I'm not caught up on the stream, so even as like a person in the community, I still don't know what we're talking about yet. <laughs> you know, yeah, right well, that's how effective that one was. Yeah, yeah. Grabbers yeah. is a good one. Like, yeah, all that stuff is, yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> Throwing bananas at him is hilarious. I love that hilarious one. When it I think that. In real life. It is. It, like it's I a funny thing, thing to, to imagine. Owen, like, too. Right when that happened, I was like. Because there's a TikTok account that's gone pretty viral of like Savannah Bananas. Like the, there's a minor league yeah. baseball team that's like a, it's like the Harlem Globetrotters. It's like fake, you know. It's not like a real minor league team, but it is. It's like they play a real game, but it's like Harlem Globetrotters where it's like jokes and funny and memes and stuff. Oh no, did I lose you? No, no, no I'm I'm still here. Sorry, said, uh, my wife's texting me. I might have to wrap up real soon. I think we're yeah. gonna, you know, but. Uh, Continue your stories. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, just little trotters. That's like send send Owen the thing about like 
well, then like there's black people wearing jerseys that have bananas on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I do like remember that. Wearing, yeah. you know, it's like it's just funny that like it's a it's a joke, it's a meme, it's funny, it's like an inside joke, but then it like ripples out into reality. It, and like that's why it's so funny. It's yeah, it's well so think real about it. And exactly. so fake at the same time. Every and the, yeah. the butterfinger thing. Yeah, the butterfinger thing. Everything that he did that was creative. So I think he did take your advice, even though if he didn't consciously think he did. But right. if you think about it going back, he he's been like pretty consistent and not just beating the nail over the head where it comes like i'm just gonna say the n-word 10 times and expect that that's gonna have the same effect as it's not it i mean it's for shock value but it doesn't have the same punch as things that are like you know like that like uh just raw a funny meme that comes from that it's like all those things that stem from those things would have never happened if you just just dropped the n-word and left those are those aren't those like moments where anybody can do that, but to be creative enough to come up with the bananas thing and then have that stem into reality and have that whole thing be a joke, like the stuff that stemmed out of that was awesome. So, dude, I do have to wrap it up though. Any yeah. any closing things that you want to uh, leave the people with or want me to answer? Or? We have one final final question for you, but before that, uh, any plugs or shout outs you want to give to the people? I will be starting a new, I want to get better on Odyssey. So um, my goals yeah. here are, so I could give the classic shout outs, IG, anchor, under slash, uh, or yeah, under, what is it? Underscore, uh, bear, uh, that's on IG. I don't know what it's called, under, underscore. Underscore. What is it? Uh, so, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, yeah. I think there's like the official name and then just whatever the internet says it is sometimes. Yeah, the line that makes that <laughs> underline. Line, right? yeah. I'm retarded. I, I, I like on spot, I'm pretty retarded with stuff. But yeah, it's uh, I think it's underscore. Um, and then you got uh, bear at the end of that. So anchor underscore bear at IG. And then I'm anchor bear pretty much everywhere else, I think, except IG. So just anchor bear. Because I haven't, someone else took it from me on IG, but. So I post memes there. That's my plugs. But I'm, more importantly, I'm trying to build the Pat life. So I do want to shout him out. He's doing a great work. And it's all about yeah. bringing bears onto the podcast. I set up the infrastructure so that we can have really high call quality calls that go on. With uh, We record all of the video in HD. We record everything in uh, uh, all the audio in HD, too. And we merge them together. And I, I do all the work behind the scenes to make it sound and look awesome. So highly suggest checking that out if you like high quality stuff. I'm going to be doing podcasts in there also on odyssey too i want to start just i want to do live stuff because i want to read comments so if you stick around and make some i'm going to make some announcements like right after this podcast that i'm going to be going into podcasting and just talking with bears and kind of doing the same thing pat does but he's being overrun like there's so much gravy out there there's so much to talk about and there's so many people who need the platform that we want to just provide that for them and we want to make the circuit here more powerful than the stuff that's out there. And the way to do that is just constantly talking about it. people feel like they can tune in for, and get more information. And Big Bear does a great job of it, but uh, just getting that, getting those seeds to keep uh, bloom in other places too. And getting new audiences from different people is, is huge as well. So if he gets banned one place, like it's just every different place we can set up with people podcasting. I'm sure you understand this too. Is like you get your own little audience, and then you cross, cross breed with the other audience. And that's how people work. They don't just, the people who like one thing, it's it's about a community of, of, of podcasters. So we're trying to create that with yeah. the Parrot Life. And hopefully you can sign more people up and create a community there. But those are my two plugs. And I'm going to be doing some streams under that name, under that brand, I guess. Kind of the same way I, I think kind of unauthorized operates where we're going to do like an umbrella company and infrastructure and platform that, that rolls over there. And then we're going to just 
work with other people so that it doesn't have to always be Pat um, doing it. Or And it seems like he's pretty receptive to that. So we're going to roll with that for a little bit. But I would love to just go and talk with some people and just talk about whatever. And especially the companies and, the, and people's philosophies, it just opens your mind. when Because my world is around culture and around music and gear and tech and stuff like that and AI. And, but you talk to these other people who are like so based into uh, farming and all these other things and just opens your worldview to a different side of things that you don't consider. So that's what I want to be doing. And that's my plugs. So yeah. what's the last question? Then? Well, um, also anchor tones, right? That's still going. Anchor tones too. It's a little bit like anchor I have it. So like, com, anchor at anchor tones. A- anchor tones. No, yeah, it's, it's uh, anchor tones.com and it's anchor. Well, if you want to email me anchor, uh, what is it? Anchor tones, mail at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my, uh, recording studio. It's where, Got all these guitars. We track everything and this nice microphone. But, um, you know, if you're not in Georgia, I can easily and you don't want to work with me directly with uh, recording here. We can also do mixing and production remotely as well. So I can help you produce songs. I'm working with a few people right now, and it's pretty hectic to deal with my job and also recording those people. But it's been a blessing. And I think we're going to the people who are it's it's very small clientele for that, because I don't think a lot of people have that need. Maybe I'm just yeah. defining that for them. Maybe they do, but um, they, they, so. But if they do, they can come to me and we can talk. Uh, but I think if you want, if you ever, if you think that your stuff needs a little more punch, or you want that professional polish to things, and you're making music, but you really want some mixing and some some insight and some one-on-one time with just going back and forth with me on the lessons that I've learned from doing this for like what 10, 20 years now. I mean, it's insane how much musical knowledge I've accumulated and to throw that out is insane. So I'm sure a lot of people have musical backgrounds. If they, if they're finding themselves wanting to release some stuff and either whether it's for fun or just, here's another thing too, is like a lot of people I'm working with right now are willing to just make the songs and pay the payments just because they want to put out something good, true and beautiful out there. And they, they're sick of all of the disgusting trash that's out there and they, they know how to play instruments and they're, they're just, they're just done with, uh, complaining about the radio and they want to make something that sounds polished and full and because we we talk about that a lot with the people i work with is just how awesome the music is technically that it's coming out of babylon and it's big and it's sound it sounds beautiful and it's clear and crystal you know you got the highs lows everything is so beautiful and then like the 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 words are smut and same with the videos too man like you see all these videos that come out and you need good video producers because you have to fight evil with evil but we talked about earlier. I don't know if that's the necessarily the best route to go on the, for an end game plan. You need to have some out of the system. But while we're still in it, and while we're still not on a little community where we have all of our, we don't need to record music because we all chant along and we all play acoustic guitars and sing kumbaya. Until that day comes, which will come, but uh, <laughs> until that day, come to me for musical mixing. So anchortones.com. That's my plug for that. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. well, also- Pays the bills, but not really. Is uh so Pat Life is do you have to spell it out P dot A dot T dot Life? Yeah, on on Instagram, yes. But on the patlife.org is where you can go for all the plugs for everything. I I designed that website too. It's like we yeah, the pat the patlife.org. And we have it's yeah, just the patlife.org. And then what you have is you got Spotify links, you got uh iTunes links to everything. You can listen to it for free for 30, 40 minutes. Then we got an, uh, the full, I mean, he goes for like two to three hours on some stuff, kind of like this. But uh, yeah, so you got the full podcast if you want to throw us five bucks a month, which isn't a lot. 
that accumulates with a big community, but it, from an individual, it's and we're asking for. Uh, I hate using that analogy to Starbucks day because it's not really the same, but it's you know it's pretty superfluous. Starbucks, enjoy Starbucks. So I'm not going to judge you if you have Starbucks every day, <laughs> like some people. The boomers are very like. Yeah. The reason you're broke is because you have Starbucks every day, isn't it? It's like, oh no, it's not because I tank the economy. It's because of the Starbucks. Yeah. Not Starbucks because and the dollars. Avocado toast yeah. is what's ruining <laughs> kids. Yes. Not not me. I, yeah, not, the boomers not, like not what unironically we think. No. Uh, I have a I have over two million dollars accumulated. Haven't distributed to any of our younger generation. We're hoarding the wealth. We're going to give it to charity or the government when we die. But you guys consuming your thing is the reason why you're off the track. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. that triggers me so bad. Piece of I'm like, toast is destroying the world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. The the not the supply chain's breaking. My entire the reason I have to go for that avocado toast is because my steak is like over twenty, like twenty bucks or something. Not really, but it's getting insane it's to the point where like I'm, uh, you know, buy meat and stuff from the grocery store because I'm I have some of the Tate scale on me. Unfortunately, <laughs> buying meat in, in the uh, yeah in this the this economy meter. equals some tate. So yeah, the sodometer is a, is like you can. There's some movement there, and uh, but I go there and I'm looking at the steak. I'm like, I wish I knew a farmer because this is so expensive and uh, it's just insane yeah. how expensive. And that's what everybody. I'll walk by, stare at it for a little bit, and some other guy, some other old dude, will be like, "It's pretty expensive, isn't it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's pretty bad." And then we just walk away. And then we just. Uh, it's depressing, but so that's why we have to buy our avocado toast because they completely yeah. screwed up the, you know, the supply chains so that we can't even afford uh, groceries and shit anymore. But we could, everybody can buy chickens and well, if you're not, you know, if you have the space and everything, but anyway. Yeah. Well, also, yeah, uh, good. before the last question, just want to shout out the chat. Sorry we didn't get to all your questions. They were great and awesome. And uh, Coffee Grounds Bear, Do you want to wrap Bear. Do you want to rapid fire or no? Uh, do you want to just rapid fire? We can do like two seconds of uh... a. <laughs> uh, is there enough? <laughs> There's a lot. I, I I, I'm not like seeing it, the chat. Like is there like 20? Would, I feel like it would start a lot of different rabbit holes, kind of what we were talking about. Uh, okay. But, can't uh, rapid fire this one? <laughs> yes, no, next, yes, no, we'll yes, next, no. I'll, I'll write them down, and next time you're on in a few months. Uh, Dude, have me on again. Let's yeah, do it. We'll, this was we'll, fun, we'll man. Talk about like, some of the don't spend a year waiting to invite me on. Heard. I'm sorry about Just that. Yeah. Uh, that's have, not your fault. We, we start, all got busy. We tried to start like a Pat Life podcast that failed miserably because we all got too busy in our lives, me, you, and Coddington. But yeah. I just decided yeah. you guys are doing your own thing and crushing, and then I'll just have you and Coddington on pretty regularly from now on. So yeah. That works, man. That works. <laughs> yeah, Bane Bear, Jedi Master, slash Ant, Ant, Ooh, Bane Bear. Ant Bear Pig, No Despair Bear, Demon Hunter, Legends in the Chat, Coffee Grounds Bear. Absolutely. Shout out everyone. Love Coffee Grounds Bear. Um, yeah <laughs> thanks guys shout out the last question did you have a fun time tonight oh dude absolutely i just i just said that man i said <laughs> you got we got to be on more man because like that's the thing is like yeah. when i do podcasts absolutely. and stuff when i do podcasts and stuff i don't want to be just doing it solo and like i mean checking the chat all the time it's fun to actually have like back and forth because i know we don't there's stuff for that i just know i don't have the answers on and having bounced it off off you and then having like just come back as like a different it's just what advances the the dialogue along yeah. it's like how do we get back and forth like this this uh this reciprocity of energy of just yeah. you know you i i I've, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff and just having you take that give back to me and like a new perspective is awesome man. so i've enjoyed myself a lot tonight thank you yeah. thanks for having me thank you yeah 
A few. It'll be a few months this time, not a year and a half. <laughs> not a year and a half. Damn, bro. Lose my. Yeah. The, I was looking at it because uh, I was like, okay, when was the last time he was on? You were episode thirty-seven. Think. Wow, thirty six or thirty seven or something in the thirties. How dare you? I'm How like, man, that was you? that was too long ago. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, no, cool. So yeah, a few months. I'll have you back on. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Don't forget about me. <laughs> little anchor over here. The little anchor in the in the sea. It's on the bottom of the sea right now. You gotta pull up the anchor at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta pull it up at some point. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, thank you. All right, man. <laughs>